Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh, yes, praise God, praise God, praise God. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, and welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, or maybe you called off work today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meeting with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that great stuff. Good morning. Today is June 7th. It is Wednesday, June 7th, and y'all know how we start this room off how we start this show off we start this show off right with prayer with god amen amen so let's hop into a quick prayer really quickly if you don't mind let's hop into a quick prayer and then we're going to come right back so we can tap into more music we can get into the scripture of the day and all that fun stuff that waking up with the prophet dude do me a favor make sure you're sharing the room make sure you're pinging people in the room because once nine o'clock hit y'all know we'll never hear from people again so go ahead and start sharing the room and we're going to get this thing started let's go Oh God, we thank you. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Had nebeshi and the lemandi and the bokosia telebahataya. Ronde levi de levi kisiraya. Manteke vide de bikusia namandi and the lebekusara. God, we thank you. And the bokusikatalamandi and the levikusamaya. God, we give you glory, we give you praise, and we give you honor. Father, God, we just come to you in this moment, God, just thanking you. God, for every minute, every second, every day. God, we thank you for this week. God, we thank you for this month, this year. God, we thank you for everything that you've done. God, we thank you, oh God, that we did not die on last night, but you allowed us to sleep and get rest. God, we thank you, God, that you woke us up this morning with the activities of our limbs, with new grace and new mercy. We thank you, oh God, that you woke us up with a roof over our head, shoes on our feet, clothes on our back, and food in our belly. God, we thank you. That things could have been worse, but God, you allowed us the grace to be here on today. We thank you, oh God, for your mercy. God, we thank you for your peace and your love. God, we thank you for surrounding our mind, our heart, our spirit, and our being. God, we give you total glory, honor, and praise. Oh God, we thank you. God, we give you glory. 
Ah, God, we bestow unto you what you have given unto us on today, and we thank you for it. Father, we thank you, God, that you protected our family and our finances as we slept in slumber, God. As we got closest to death, God, we thank you that you did not allow death to overtake us. God, we thank you, oh God, for even speaking to us in our dreams. Father, we bind the enemy, oh God, in every attempt that he has to snatch our dreams because we know that that is your heavenly form of communication with us. So, God, we thank you for even speaking to us in our dreams on today. God, we thank you, oh God, that even as we go forth on today, that we'll walk forth in purpose, potential, and we'll walk in the power of God. Father, we repent right now of every sin, transgression, and iniquity. Father, if there's anything that we may have done, oh God, to you or your people, God, to, to, to be separated from your love, your wisdom, your knowledge, your blessings, God, we ask that you will forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. God calls every person that we may have offended or sinned against or wronged or hurt or harmed, God. Every person that we may have offended, God, we ask that you will cause them to forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. Father, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a righteous spirit that we may be able to worship you in spirit and in truth. That we may be able to be effective in our call and our assignment on this earth. God, we thank you now that you are forgiving us, oh God. And we thank you that you're taking unforgiveness out of our heart. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that you're renewing our mind and renewing our heart and calling them to walk in alignment with your will. Father, we surrender on today and we say tabernacle our flesh, God. Have your way with our body, oh God, and our mind, God. Step into our mind, God, that we'll begin to move as you have called us to move. Holy Ghost, arise within us and have your way. Holy Ghost, we ask that you'll begin to be activated within us right now in the name of Jesus causing us to have the evidence of speaking in tongues, but causing us, oh God, to have the fruit of the Spirit. God, let us walk in love, patience, gentleness, kindness, meekness, oh God. Father, we ask that you remove all forms of bitterness, anxiety, perversion, lust, malice, defeat, suicide. Father, any spirit that begins to come against us, oh God, and cause us to begin to self-sabotage, we ask that you begin to remove it right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, God, we thank you that nothing, nothing is binding us or holding us, but today you are liberating us. Father, we thank you that today we walk in liberation and we walk in freedom. Father, we thank you, oh God, that you're bestowing upon us wisdom. God, that you're bestowing upon us increases within our finances. God, we thank you that today you're bestowing upon us, God, new opportunities. God, we thank you on today for what you're releasing in our life, even as we surrender now. Father, continue to download into us everything we need to live, thrive, and survive. God, cover every person under the sound of my voice. God, whether they be, may be in the room, oh God, or whether they may listen to the official podcast, we ask that you'll activate them right now in the name of Jesus. Stir up every gift lying dormant with them right now in the name of Jesus. Ah, God, we ask that you will speak witty ideas and inventions into them, into them on today. God calls them to receive more clients, more contracts, more customers in the name of Jesus. We thank you because it is so. Father, we believe by faith that even as we pray right now, it is happening and it is so. For you are not a God that you shall lie, neither are you the son of man that you have to repent. God, we thank you because whatsoever you speak, it is so, God, and whatever you have spoken, it shall be good. So we decree and declare right now as your sons and your daughters that today shall be prosperous, today shall be productive. Ah, 
Today shall be prosperous and productive. And today shall be peaceful. And we thank you right now that even as we pray, it is so. God, we believe by faith that it is so. Father, touch every coworker, every classmate, every colleague, God, every co-moderator, every co-host, God, every personal God that is connected to my ministry. I ask that you'll begin to bless them. God, bless every prophetic partner. God, bless every subscriber. God, bless every person who tunes in. God, we thank you for them right now in the name of Jesus. God, we ask that you'll do a new work in their life. Shift them like you've never shifted them before. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you because it is so we thank you because it is so we believe by faith that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper so we believe all things are working together for our good we stand on the word of god and we decree and declare that it is so father we thank you we are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. We are blessed going in. We are blessed coming out. My family is blessed. My money is blessed. My ministry is blessed. My business is blessed. My children are blessed. My home is protected. My car is protected. God, you are constantly sending me blessings. You are constantly sending me opportunities to be blessed. You are constantly sending me opportunities, oh God, to be discovered and to increase. We thank you right now, God for affirming us and establishing us. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus. And it is so. Amen, amen, and amen. Now I want you to just take a moment right here and I want you to speak three affirmations into the atmosphere right now. Come on, wherever you are, three positive affirmations right now I am rich I'm the head and not the tail I'm above and not beneath I am smart I am intellectual I am emotionally stable come on just speak those things right now over your life hallelujah to God now, wherever you are, just begin to give God praise. Just thank him right there. God, we thank you. God, we thank you. 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 God, we thank you. 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 Oh, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Good morning, everybody. Let me do it one more time. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you feel better. I hope you feel good. Good morning. Hallelujah to God. Good morning. Welcome back, everybody. All right, all right. Stop with all the noise. I'm killing you. Stop with all the noise. All right. Look, you're not killing me. You just, you know, you can never near saying hi. Right. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet. Well, we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out. Maybe you don't have a job. Whatever the case may be, we just want to make sure that you're still starting your day out the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good right stuff to start your day off. We just believe by faith that when you start your day off with the right people, right conversation, right mindset, right attitude, 
things tend to go better. Not saying you're gonna have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no hangups, no headaches, no aggravations, irritations, and frustrations, because you're definitely gonna have some of those. But when you begin to start your day off with the glory of God, things tend to go a little bit better. With that being said, though, I'm going to go ahead cut to another song break. Y'all know how I am. I try to get in as much music as possible before everybody start coming in. Because once everybody start coming in, we'll probably never hear music again. Because people just be talking, 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 talking. Because people just want to preach, 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 preach. But at the end of the day, hey, we're going to let God have his way. We're going to continue to let God have his way. We're going to cut into another song break. And then we're going to come right back. Because y'all know how I am. I like to get in all my music. Because if I don't get in all my music, I'm mean, yeah, yeah. i just be like, you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> but no, let me cut into this quick song break and then we coming right right back with the scripture of the day all right all right make sure you do me a favor right before i cut into this song break make sure you share in your room make sure you ping in the room let's continue to be a blessing to other people every time somebody just stumbles into this room they all i always hear the testimony prophet your room was amazing i was so blessed it was so encouraging i love y'all spirit i love y'all energy and i want to keep that momentum going i, I don't want to just invite people you know what i'm saying into different churches but i want to invite them into christ into community into a relationship with not only god but other believers who believe that the almighty is real so let's continue to share this room let's continue to promote this room and we'll be right right back after this quick song break okay all right let's go i didn't come for no program i didn't come for no show somebody didn't go to church this morning somebody haven't talked to the lord all day somebody's so sick you're sick and tired of being sick but i dare to call on that power in the name of jesus the name is higher than cancer. It's higher than AIDS. It's higher than diabetes. Oh, come on back up with us. Why are you gonna call him, Shirley? I'm gonna call him because you're sick and I know the healer. I'm gonna call him because you're hungry and I know the bread giver. I'm gonna call him right now because somebody here is going down. Look like for the last time. When I call him, maybe that's something in you that might want to help me call. Jesus. Time. 
Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Come on, say it with me. Good morning. All right, all right. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're in your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out. Maybe you called off work today. Or maybe you just don't have a job. You know what I'm saying? Whatever case it may be, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. You know what I'm saying? Meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, right music, all that good, right stuff. I just believe I stay. Yeah. It's time okay. to stand up. Stretch and make you some breakfast. Amen. Amen. Well, Google said it's state third. It's time up stretch, make you some breakfast and all that other stuff. If you ain't got your day started already, listen, go get your day started. Um, but yeah, welcome back. Yeah, I know how it is on waking up with the prophet. We always kick it into a song, our scripture today, and then another song. Just you know, I like getting the atmosphere right. You know what I'm saying? I like being at eight o'clock. I don't like talking to too many people, having too many dialogues. I like just spending my time with God, taking my notes, figuring out what I'm gonna do today, looking at business means up strategy like people don't know if you be watching me you know what i'm saying like, i'll be always setting some up because i just believe by faith that when you keep your hand to the plow when you keep yourself working doing something productive guess what you always put yourself in a position to receive blessings that's just how i am that's just how i am but um yeah let's go ahead and get to the scripture of the day let's get to the scripture of the day because y'all know i'm excited i'm excited about this day shout out to shirley caesar too in that song that jesus song it be hidden y'all ever seen shirley caesar go on tour when she go to other churches it, this is one of the songs that she always sings. And guess what? She be trying to, y'all seen them TikTok videos. Shirley Teagues be trying to mic toss with other folks and then go snatch the mic back. <laughs> I be weak in Miss Shirley. Lord have mercy. Mother Shirley Caesar, I'm praying for you because you an icon. I'm talking about you an icon, you a legend. But stop snatching the mic out folks' hand when you get a mic to them to sing. 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't sign like you. You got two, three decades in the game. We still trying to learn, mother. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm talking about mother. Uh-uh. Give me my mic. Come on, come on, come on. You playing. Send, send me somebody else up here who want to sign. <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all got to go watch the videos of Mother Shirley C's on TikTok. It is hilarious. But no, let's get into the scripture of the day. Scripture of the day comes from Psalms, chapter number 90. Psalms, chapter number 90. Y'all yeah, already know. I believe by faith. We got to get a little practical, a little word in. If you don't even pick up your Bible, no more throughout the day. If you don't open the Bible app, no more throughout the day. You should at least read your verse of the day or scripture of the day at least every morning. You know what I'm saying? To build your routine. Build that, you know what I'm saying? Build that structure. So, Scripture today comes from Psalms 90, starting at verse 1, and I'm going to read to verse 2. Um, Psalms 90 brought to you by the, uh, this is the New Living Translation, brought to you by BibleGateway.com. And it reads, Lord, through all the generations, you have been our home. Before the mountains were born, before you gave birth to the earth and the world, from beginning to end, you are God. I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to read it one more time. I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to read it one more time just for clarity's sake. It says, Lord, through all generations, you have been our home. Before the mountains were born, before you gave birth to the earth and the world, from beginning to end, you are God. All right, I'm going to stop it right there. I tell y'all all the time, I ain't nobody's pastor, I ain't no doctor, expert, and all this other stuff. I'm just a little boy that I believe God raised up with a little name, with a little brand, with a voice. That I believe that he calls me out to just, you know what I'm saying, say, say little simple things and proclaim the great things. With that being said, this scripture says to me the simplest thing. God is our home. God is our safety. God is our refuge. From beginning to the end, from before the mountains were formed, before you was born, before the earth was formed, before your mama knew she was going to be your mama and your daddy knew he was going to be your daddy. He was God and he was in you before your very existence and you was in him before the very existence of the world. Everything that was made by him, ooh, Lord have mercy, was for him and you are made by him and for him. You like fugu. You by him and you for him. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I tell you, I don't try to be deep with scripture because sometimes we try to go too in on something. No, everything doesn't have a preachy moment. Sometimes it's just a moment where you realize, guess what? I'm all gods. No matter who, what, no matter who I am, what people say, what goes on around me, guess what? I'm all gods and God is all mine from the beginning from to the end, from the depths of the sea to the height of the mountain. I'm telling you, God knows you, God loves you, and he's all up in you. With that being said, y'all know what time it is. It's almost time for us to go ahead and check in. So I got to get to my next song. I got to get to my song break because y'all know how I am. I just like to have fun. I like to enjoy God. And this 8 o'clock hour is all about us being able to come together and have God. Most people want to hop on the stage just to say some want to be seen and want to be important. But truth be told, how many times can you go in a room and just listen? How many times can you go into a space and go into an atmosphere and just listen to what God is trying to get into you for that day? I'm telling you, sometimes if you spend 15 minutes just listening to God, if you spend just 10 minutes listening to God, sometimes you can get a whole itinerary, a whole agenda for your day. And in the process of going through that agenda, in the process of following through on those plans, guess what? You'll end up with new breakthroughs, new opportunities, new blessings. You'll find yourself on a better side because guess what you took the time to say hey god let's add this meeting of the minds and let's let, let's process and break down what you're going to take me through today because guess what i'm willing to go but guess what i just got to know where i'm going and sometimes he don't even tell us where we're going but we still just have to be willing to go why 
because he is God and he's been in us. He knows us through and through. He's the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. And if we trust him, guess what? We're going to make it from the beginning to the end. All right. All right. Listen, let me go ahead and cut to the song break again. And then we're going to come right, 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 right back. All right. All right. Let's go.
Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. That was good. Shout out to Yolanda. Shout out to Yolanda. Shout out to Miss Yolanda Adams. Amen. 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 Listen, it's a Women's Day Wednesday, so shout out to all the females banging out this playlist. They helping me get through it. Yolanda said, you better step your little happy hips to the side. Amen. In Jesus' name. And I received that word. I received it, Miss Yolanda Adams. But good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere work now. Maybe you called off work today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. I just believe by faith, really, really believe by faith that when you start your day off the right, with the right people, right conversations, right attitude, right mindset, right laughter, right stuff, things tend to go better. Not saying you ain't going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no hangups, headaches, aggravations, frustrations, and irritations, because you're definitely going to have some of those. But the thing about it is, when you let God go before you, when you take that moment to honor God and give God the first portion of your day, he'll make you, he'll become the rest of the ruler and the reign over the rest of your day. I'm just saying. That's what we say with tithes, right? Give God your first portion of your time. Yeah, I believe in giving God the first part of my day, too, and my time and all the other good stuff. Because when I give it to him, guess what? He'll probably break it, bless it, and give it back to me in Jesus' name. All right? All right, with that being said, y'all know what time it is. It's time for us to check in. And I'm having a good day. It's the 7th. It's June 7th. This is one of my closest friends' birthday on today. Um, my cousin's birthday was yesterday. Shout out to all these June birthdays. Where y'all coming from? Wow, these June birthdays. I see y'all June birthdays. But, uh, yeah, uh, one of my closest friends' birthdays today, so I'm going to help him celebrate today. So I'm kind of excited about that. Today is just a great, 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 great day. If you haven't connected to us already, go ahead and connect, because I even got some things um, planned for the month of June. Like, I'm excited about Trailblazer Prayer this month, Jada. Listen, if you aren't already a partner with us, make sure y'all connect. Make sure y'all connect and become a prosthetic partner with us. Because I'm telling you, Trailblazer Prayer goes down every Thursday. And when I tell you, it is amazing. It is amazing because God is teaching us how to be the prototype, Pastor Charles. God is teaching us how to be the trailblazer in our in our family, in our ministry. You know what I'm saying? You know, the first of the kind. That, that one, you know, that one of a kind thing. You're the prototype. So everything ain't going to always be easy with you. But at the same time, we're learning through those Thursday day, uh, those Thursday evenings meeting and prayer times, how to become the trailblazer, how to be the pioneer, how to be the one that sticks with the grind, even though that's the road that ain't nobody really travel. Did you know that even in the Bible, when God was navigating Moses and them through the wilderness, he had took them the long route. Even though it, it was a shorter route to get there, it was a long route that God had to take him on. And what's interesting is my pastor began to preach about it this, uh, this week because he was talking about how God will sometimes send you detours in your life to navigate to where you need to go. Oftentimes, we want to go to quick route. We want to go to shortcut, but sometimes God will have a safe cut. God will have a detour that is designed to take you to the same place that you're supposed to be in. Oftentimes, we're so quick to try to jump around things that we miss what God is trying to put in of us. Sometimes that detour is a sign for you to turn the other way. Why? Because God is trying to design you to get to the place that he wants you to be. Listen, I ain't finna re-preach you. Y'all gotta go watch it, but what I tell y'all, I'm just so excited about what God is doing in our lives on today, and it's just completely amazing. It is literally amazing. But let's go ahead and check in. Let's go ahead and check in. Um, 
Yeah, y'all know how we check in each and every day here on Waking Up with the Prophet. We check in with our three daily questions. What's the weather? What's the breakfast? And how you're starting your morning off? Like, how you starting your morning off? On a scale of one to five, five being five stars, five being the best, how you feeling this morning? With me, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. Of course, the loop. Prophet is on you. Well, good morning, everybody, once again. <laughs> I have to reintroduce myself. My name is Prophet. <laughs> good morning, everybody, though, for real talk. Um, I'm, I'm in a good mood this morning. I'm starting my morning off right. I actually woke up on time and got up on time. Um, And that's partially because my back was still kind of hurt me a little bit. I'm probably going to get it checked out. I got to go to the doctor tomorrow, so I'm trying to get it checked out. Because I don't know why, but something in the lower part of my back keeps, like, flaming up. Like, it's just, it's just... Ooh, my back just don't want me to be great. However, I did wake up this uh, this morning on time. My alarm went off at 6 o'clock, and I got up for a little bit, but then laid back down to 7. And then at 7, I got up and started doing my morning routine, soaked in the tub for an hour. Well, not necessarily an hour, but almost an hour because my body was just so drained. Back was hurting, so I was like, let me soak in the tub. Then got up, wrote some notes out, started uh, planning some things, and just continue to get my day started. I don't know about y'all, but I'm more of a morning person. Like, I love getting up, especially early in the morning like and y'all know i plan on being rich one day i plan on being you know what i'm saying like jeff bezos one day and oprah and stuff like that and they tell me that rich people practice the habit of getting up early so i like getting up early getting notes done get things out the way getting get my thoughts together so i can process so yeah this morning was one of those mornings where i had the opportunity to do that um as far as breakfast right now there is no breakfast y'all know how i am i don't start eating until y'all start talking that's why half the time i be um on mute munching in the background or I just be smacking on uh, all in the in the in the phone. So y'all just gonna have to pray for me because whenever y'all start talking, is when I'm start eating. I'm a little hungry, so I'm gonna definitely go down there and make me something to eat. Once everybody start coming in the room and we get the conversation kicked off. Um, but right now I'm just drinking my bottle of water and my orange juice. I don't know why, but like, yeah, this orange juice kind of been helping me out lately. So I'm yeah, I'm finna 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 continue to drink this orange juice. Um, I need to go grocery shopping today, but I don't really feel like it. But I definitely got to because it's my friend's birthday, and nine times out of ten, he's one of those people that's always coming to my house to eat. Um, so yeah, I might go ahead and just you know cook them birthday dinner or something like that, or we might just go out. I don't know. I'm trying to see it. We are gonna celebrate one way or another, one way or the other. Um, but yeah, that's my breakfast. That's my morning. That's my mood. That's how I'm feeling. That yeah, I can check in. Cool, cool, cool. Do me a favor, yeah. If you haven't already ping the room, share the room, make sure you invite people into the room, and then we're gonna get into check in. Pull to refresh to see who you guys are on the stage, and we're gonna go in that order. Starting with J to G. J to G is on you. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. It's the seventh, the day of completion. That's so good. That's so good. Um, I don't know what the weather is yet. I'll check it. Oh, it's 67. That's good. It's pretty outside. The sun is out, so I'm assuming that it's probably going to get up to, like, in the low 80s. It looks really pretty outside. It looks like a clean spring slash summer day. Breakfast, my famous cup of coffee, and I had one of those little, what do you call those things? Uh, um, The breakfast sausage corn dog, whatever. Listen, you guys. Listen, Prophet. I just read something I want to share with y'all. Listen, this just blessed me. So most people are familiar with that scripture. Um, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Listen, someone I'm following just said, what if God is preparing a table for you in front of your enemies so that you can feed them? Why? Because God doesn't just do things. He does everything with intention. Why would God just send them back just to watch you and watch you only? It's a reason behind everything. 
And I was like, oh, wow, I never heard that before. I think that's cool, Prophet. I never heard it like that before. That really blessed me. I'm going to have to share that to my Instagram. I'm going to have to share that. That was a blessing. But um, I'm on a five, you guys. I'm ready for today's talking, and I'm looking forward to it. You there, Prophet? Yeah, I'm over here talking on mute. My fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said that was good because I've never thought about it um, that way myself. Like that particular scripture, I never thought about it like that myself because we always try quick to like reign over our haters and reign on our enemy. Like, you know what I'm saying? We always try to get revenge, but we never thought that maybe God prepares the table before yeah, before our enemies so they can eat. Like, that's a dope concept. Yeah. Because they're still being fed off of your greatness. They're still being fed off of what God is calling, calling you to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even though they may not like you, even though they may not like what's going on, they still at your table eating. And they're still benefiting from your greatness. So that's a dope wow. concept. Wow. Yeah, and it is. And to be forgiving. Yes. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. You got it, Prophet. It's back to you. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jade. I appreciate that. Listen, that's something that you can definitely like do a Bible study on or whatnot. I definitely applaud that. Y'all know I'm always watching and encouraging. You know what I'm saying? I love when people get good revelations that are actually applicable to our lives. So definitely, definitely continue to uh, dive in on that. Maybe you can come in the room one day and drop some nuggets on it because <laughs> I believe that that's something that we can definitely yeah. hear. Um, all right, Mama Lynn, I'm throwing it over to you. Do -do 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 -do. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I got a red part. We can hear you good. It's uh, 61 degrees here. We had a little rain. We still had the hazy cloudiness from the smoke coming from Canada. Coffee for my breakfast today. I'm on a five. Thank you for encouraging us to do um, self-acclimation. Need to do that every day. Um, I'm praying for the people in Richmond, Virginia. That just hurt my heart, the shooting. Uh, after the graduation, the father watched his son walk across the stage, get his diploma. And they both lost their lives. I heard about that. With them. And also, Prophet, I watched um, Hillsong. Oh, it the Hillsong was, documentary. It was uh, very enlightening. You know, that generational um, sex abuse. You call it what it is. Uh, it ran deep, but it was good. So that's it for right now. I can't wait for the conversation. It was excellent yesterday. I'm still thinking about it and going over it in my head. Yes, yes, yes. I need doc Dr. Jacob to be my therapist for now. Good day. Y'all so funny. <laughs> Y'all so funny. Well, I think he might have a, he, he said he got two doctors, so he might be able to, um, yeah, he might be able to be a therapist, I think. 
I don't got no degree. I told him just let me set him up on all with his website like mine so I can, he can just book appointments. <laughs> Cause I'm telling you, I'm just gonna be booking sessions, just booking sessions. <laughs> we all need to, cause he wore us out yesterday. Cause he came through like, uh, okay, <laughs> he put us in our place <laughs> in a nice, sweet, biblical way too. I understand. I understand. <laughs> All right, Pastor Charles, I'm throwing it over to you. There you go. Well, good morning to you. Good morning to everybody. It is a great day. Um, actually thankful to God for being here and being alive and seeing things happen. It is uh, 71 degrees. I am getting myself prepared. I'm supposed to be going to have some self-care done this morning. I'm waiting for my final call for my appointment and it will be great. Um, it is on a scale of, uh, I guess, one to five, five being the highest. I guess I'm still, I'm about a four and a half still just from all that happened this past weekend. I'm telling you, I am still, still so great uh, how God, it's just great how God will just, you know, deal with things that you probably thought you kind of dealt with, but even he just makes it sweet for you and just gives you answers that you needed to know, you know, um, uh, in the course of life that just melts away all of any kind of crusty, nasty feelings you may have had. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. But anyway, it's a, it's a, it's, it's great. And I'm glad that I was able to go and I'm home, I'm back home now and just thankful. Um, that God has blessed us. And like I said, I'm just gonna go ahead and and continue to uh, bask in his presence and just enjoy uh, a few things here um, that I can enjoy right now. Cause I mean, even it came with a great blessing um, uh, for us as well, something we needed. And I'm really thankful to God how he just will make stuff, make grace abound towards you. But anyway, it's a great day. And I am looking forward to at least listening to most of the conversation and, and hopefully I'll be able to add to it uh, while I have the time here and while I'm in this place. So it's great and have a wonderful day. Oh, oh no, nothing for breakfast yet. I don't think I'm going to do anything for breakfast. I might just kind of grab something for lunch. Maybe I've already had, I've been eating breakfast and stuff for the past few days and I just need to kind of calm down. I need to, you know, fast maybe a breakfast or something. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. But I feel good, just like I knew I would. So good. So good. And I found him. <laughs> anyway, I was calling you. Awesome. <laughs> thank you so much, Pastor Charles. I'm sorry. I'm coughing too, trying to laugh. But thank you so much, Pastor Charles. I appreciate it. Listen, I definitely would probably be pulling on you um, in the midst of this conversation that we're having today because I want to center it around, you know, people understanding how to process offense or whether they're the one committing it or whether one they're the one that is a victim to it. How do we process offense and how do we repent and apologize for it? I think a lot of people don't know how to deal with conflict and deal with issues where they actually repent or they turn around and apologize.
apologize thing. And when I say repent, I don't just mean, oh God, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean repenting like because we need to, we want to get into heaven. No, the whole turning away and apologize and correcting yourself. Like that's a good, uh, interesting thing. So yeah, we're definitely going to hop into that conversation today. And I think it will be, you know, a blessing to a lot of people in this room, um, even as they come in. So I appreciate you for being here. Um, I see twin next though. I see a twin next though to you. So I'm going to go ahead and pull out Keith. Keith, good morning. Go ahead and check in for us. How you doing? What's the weather? What's the breakfast? How you start your morning off, sir? Good morning, everybody. So it is uh, 73 degrees here in Columbia, South Carolina. It is clear. Um, we had this freak storm that came out of nowhere. Um, last night while I was at church, it had me stuck for about two hours with hail and rain and sleet and all that kind of stuff. But nevertheless, um, it's clear this morning. Um, there's a air quality alert for some reason until about 12 a.m. on Thursday. I don't know what that is. This is somebody fire, but I don't, I don't know. But anyway, um, for breakfast, I have a protein shake and, um, I'm still trying to get my voice back. Um, but yeah, that's about it. That's about it. And of course I would have a call coming through, so I'll be around. Awesome. No problem, Keith. I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. Uh yeah. Man. <laughs> Listen, this has been this has been awesome, man. Uh I think that hold on, hold on. I'm trying to read so I'm gonna process. I'm trying to process too much at the same time. Over here trying to read and uh talk to you at the same time. My fault. <laughs> but thank you so much, Keith. Thank you so much. Yeah, I know I always take this moment like to read up on my news and hot topics because CNN always sends me, you know what I'm saying, my five things of the day, you know what I'm saying, to pay attention to. And one of the things that I noticed, of course, was the Mike Pence and, and Virginia shooting and whatnot. So I was reading through my news and hot topics because I just believe by faith that we got to keep a Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the, in the other. I just believe that, real talk. Because oftentimes, you know what I'm saying, we want to be so heavily minded that we're not earthly good. And I believe we have to be both. We have to be balanced where we pay attention to what God is saying, what's in our spirituality, what's in our religion. I definitely believe in that. But at the same time, what's the point of me trying to minister to somebody who I can't feed? Ooh, Jada, Jada. You know what I'm saying? What's the, mm -hmm. what's, the, what's the point of me trying to minister to somebody I cannot feed? Whether it be my enemy, whether it be a homeless person on the street, whether it be the people who sit around me every day. What is the point of me trying to be so heavenly minded to minister to somebody, to prophesy to somebody if I cannot feed them, if I cannot touch them at, uh, at, the, at the epitome of their soul and their heart? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But look, I ain't finna preach it yet. You know what I'm saying? We finna get into news and hot topics in just a moment. But since it's at the what, top of the hour, it's almost 9 o'clock. It's 8.58. And y'all know once 9 o'clock hit, you know what I'm saying? Everybody started bombarding the room. And we'll never hear music again. It'd be hard for me to even refresh. So I'm going to go ahead and we just flow into the conversation. So like I said, I'm going to go ahead and take another quick song break. Because it's Women's Day. And I love hearing the women of gospel. Shout out to all the women of gospel. If you got a favorite female woman artist in gospel, I want you to drop it in the chat too. Like, Who's your favorite female artist, uh, gospel artist? Like, I love some Lisa Knowles. I love some Jacqueline Carr. And I love some Clark Sisters. Like, who's your favorite female uh, gospel artist? Like, go ahead and just drop it in the chat. I'm going to go ahead and cut to this song. And then we're coming right, right back. So we can go ahead and get into news and hot topics as we get into the conversation. All right? Is that cool? Is that cool, cool? All right, cool. For no program. Uh-uh, Shirley. Uh-uh, Shirley. I just played you. I want you to know, Lord, because I got King Jesus. I don't need nobody else. Do you hear me what I said? Long as I got King Jesus, 
My little happy hip down. Ooh, uh uh. All right, let me see my head, happy hip down. All right. Ooh. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home for work, already at work, so work it out. Maybe call it out for today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way. Whew. We just want to make sure you still start your day off the right way. Meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way with the right God, right people, right conversation, right inspiration, things tend to go a little bit better. Whew. Let me catch my breath. Because Lord have mercy. I don't know about y'all, but that praise took me out. That praise took me out. Whew. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go ahead and get into our news and hot topics. Y'all know how I am. I said, like I just said earlier, I can't be so heavenly minded at that I'm no earthly good. I believe by faith that if I'm gonna be talking about the things in the spiritual and the things that's going on in heaven, I have to be aware of what's going on here on earth. I have to be aware, you know what I'm saying, of how to conduct myself on earth. What God is calling me to do on earth is all that matters. We want to, to be honest, we want to be so in the clouds and, and prophesy this and prophesy that and act like we so deep. But yet, yet many of us, when it came down to it, if God blessed you with the resources to be a blessing to somebody else, would you actually be that person that stands in the gap? We all something we want to intercede for somebody and pray for somebody. No, how many people got the actual resources and solutions that you need? But guess what? They just sit down them. And I refuse to be one of those type of people. I believe in blessing the people of God. With that being said, let's go ahead and jump into it. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe we all have to be educated in some level. Come on now. I just, just believe by faith. But no, one of the things that I noticed in my news um, headline today was, of course, the Virginia shooting that Mama Lynn mentioned earlier. And it's sad because literally, dude just had got done walking across the stage, Mama Lynn. What was it? Uh, like two people that were killed, uh, including an 18 year old student who had just graduated. Somebody just walked across the stage. Dude didn't even have time to take off his cap and gown before they gunned him down. And of course, there's not much out about this yet. But yeah, it, it's it's really sad. It's really sad. It says um the the gunman the gunman's uh blah blah blah. 
Stop getting tongue-tied, Prophet. It says, authorities say a 19-year-old suspect is in custody, and they will recommend, and yeah, they will recommend two counts of second-degree murder against him. The gunman's motives is still unclear, but investigators think the shooter may have known one of the victims. And that's sad. That's sad. Now, how you go and kill somebody on their graduation? Like, come on, black people. That's why we have to have this conversation today about, like, conflict resolution, repenting, apologizing. Like, if somebody offends you, bro, if if, if somebody offends you, if you offended by somebody, it ain't that deep to go kill them. Let me just put it like that. It is not that deep. It is never that deep for you to go kill somebody, whether they offended you or you offended them, whether they wronged you or you, I don't care. It never gets to that point where you got to go and kill somebody, especially on their graduation day, y'all. Like, come on now. That's stupid. That's just stupid. But my prayers are out for this family. I'm praying for this family. Another thing that I noticed, too, and y'all may be able to give a little bit more input on that, is that everybody throwing their hat into the presidential race, including... I think recent, I think he, he came out as Democratic, uh, Democratic, but recently, um, Dr. Cornell West, come on, y'all, Dr. Cornell West um, threw his hat into the ring as far as, you know, being in the presidential ways. Now, for me, um, I can't say I'm not, not excited about it because I kind of am. I mean, it is Dr. Cornell West, and I've seen, uh, or correction, I've heard great things about his work and what he's done, and what he's done. Like, he's been a professor, I believe, at Howard and all these other great places. So I believe he's very intellectual and has the capacity to be a president. I ain't gonna cap. I think he probably would make a great president, to be honest. But at the same time, y'all know black people, we don't really take stuff serious. So when even when he made the announcement, a lot of people was looking at it like, okay, who is this old dude, too? You know what I'm saying? Trying to throw his hat in the rig and what he has to offer but truth be told if you actually look up dr cornell west's work i think he does a great job at actually doing what he needs to do you know what i'm saying as far as like being into politics being an activism being a philanthropist like all of that stuff um i saw mike pence through his hat in the ring too i'm not really excited about that but at the end of the day Hey, it is what it is. Uh, Mike Pence is set to be the first person to actually run against his former boss. Like, nobody's ever ran against, like, you know, their foreign president or whatever. Pastor Charles, what you think about that? Or the presidential race in general? You know, I'm trying to get to this mic. Oh, man. Anyway, um, I think I mean it's I, I I think the the biggest thing is is for me is just who is it that knows what to do and who is it that's really looking out for the for the betterment of the people at large, and that's kind of where that's my thing. I think we try to over 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 um, religiousize if that's a good word, um, even the politics stuff. Um, the Bible clearly lets us know that that stuff would be around. I mean, people are, you know, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Render to God what's God, you know. And I know the thing is, is that we were we're we're always in hope that we're going to pick the right person, and that person is going to um, be spiritual. And we, and I think the problem that I have anyway is that we're expecting people to uh, reach our religious standards for everything. And and even in the scriptures, we see God is used even the most seems like the vilest people 
to, to be a blessing, so to speak, or or you can be blessed um, and favored even in the midst of of what looks like evil. Ask Daniel. Ask ask the uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Even yeah. even when they got um, in bad in dire straits and in bad situations, even in those things, God would favor them. And sometimes even when they tried to come against them, and there was always somebody that would try to come against what um, they were about or whatever, God always favored them. And you know they took the heat out of the flame for the for the for the three Hebrew, Hebrew boys and made the lion go on a diet for uh, for Daniel. So I'm like. You know, I think my process is, is Lord, give us wisdom and we'll do our best to do our part. But I'm expecting God to do his part and favor us no matter who's in office. Thank you, Lord, for everything that um, that's supposed to come to me, will come to me. If it's a tax break, I'll get it. If if it means that I, God raises my raises my um raises my 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 um receiving or whatever to be able to um you know to do better and then i mean i, I just have to trust god period that's and i think that's the end that's my that's me that's me i'm i'm probably a little crazy but you know i i realize that the government the government is on the lord's shoulders and uh ain't no need for me to sit here trying to act like i'm gonna do so such and much to make it make it right god knows how to do that and he's he's ruling the world so i'm good Facts. I agree with you. But here's another question. Do you see any potential as in what you would want as a future president? Because I don't think nobody, none of us would want to be probably the president. But do you see any potential in what we look like as a leader of, for our government? To be honest, um, man, I don't, I mean, at the moment, I haven't done a deep study, but I don't like none of them. Oh, amen. <laughs> amen. I'm, I'm with you when you're right. <laughs> I don't like none of them because they ain't nobody sticking out to me that, oh, this person's going to be the one. But again, you know, I'm back to that whole notion of no matter who's in office, if if God, when if God is God and he is God, then I have to really, really trust him that um, even if he tries to make me make bricks without straw, it ain't going to do no it ain't going to be no ain't going to be no problem with me. It's just going to be in long in the long run. The stuff's going to start crumbling. That's all. So. Amen. <laughs> understandable, understandable. Listen, I just need Uncle Joe to uh, just retire at this point, though, because I don't know about y'all, but did y'all see that video of him slipping and falling this past weekend, too? I said, if Uncle Joe take one more fall, our economy gonna fall, I promise. I'm telling you. Now, Uncle Joe, stop falling. Like, sit down somewhere. <laughs> like, Uncle Joe, sit down. <laughs> Mama Lynn, what about you? You see any potential in this presidential race right now? I mean, we got Dr. Cornell West who done threw his head in there, so. Mama Lynn, you there? She might be at work. Okay, understandable. Daddy, what about you? How you feeling? Because you up there in the D.C., Maryland area. But that's where all the other stuff take place. Yeah, no. Um, hmm. I'm not too sure just yet. I want to see how things continue to pan out because I don't want to like make a comment on something and then it not. Well, it's not a like, you know, set in stone thing anyway. It's just, mm, I really can't say. I really, mm, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. I don't know. 
I think we're gonna see a couple more people throw their um hat in the ring. You think so? Yeah, I think I mean at least on the Democratic side, I think that we haven't seen too many people throw their hat into the ring yet. So mm-hmm. Dr. Cornell West is one of I think one of the first. I think there are some others who did who threw their ring in a hat for the Democratic side. But I mean that's what I'm waiting on. I'm looking for more potential to pop out this summer before I say, okay, we're yeah. Gonna, I think we're gonna do some of these, but yeah, it takes time. More people gotta come up first. Absolutely, yeah, I agree. But as far as the Republicans are, oh, that's definitely a no. I don't really see too much potential <laughs> over there. I know they got Mike Pence, they got Nikki Haley, they got Chris Christie, uh, they got Ron DeSantis. Yeah, they got those folks, but I don't see none. I don't see no potential in none of them. I don't see God here. I don't hear God on none of them. <laughs> like I'm telling you, like none of them is hitting with me. But at the end of the day, that's how it always starts on the um on the Republican side. They'll end up with 12 nominees, 12 candidates, and then it all ends up dropping because that's what happened with Trump. They had so many Republican nominees trying to fight against it, and Trump still ended up taking it all home. So yeah, it's definitely gonna be something interesting. It's definitely gonna be something interesting. Listen, I see we got um trading here. Trading popped in and Prophet Jerry popped in. Listen, y'all definitely have the ability to go ahead and check in real quick. And if y'all want to chime in on any news, uh, some of the hot topics that we was just discussing, feel free. Trey, I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Doop. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Um, good morning. Um, I have no clue what the temperature is outside, but if it's anything like it was yesterday, it's going to be way too freaking hot. Um, there is no breakfast this morning. I'm going to lunch with my mother at a, at 1030. Um, so I really need to get up and get ready for that. And, um, if I have to check in, I'll be like at a two, give me a couple minutes and that'll come right on up. Praise God. And, um, as far as the topic that y'all were talking about, sadly, I don't even know who that man is. I just heard of him for the first time yesterday. So I really can't yeah, I don't I don't know who that is. So I really can't comment on that considering I have absolutely no recollection of who that man is. But to God be the glory and the government shall be upon his shoulders. I'm going back on mute. <laughs> <laughs> amen. Amen. Listen, and what's interesting is I think a lot of our young people don't know who Dr. Cordell West is. I only know who uh know who he is because like he's been in controversy in the media before. Um, as well as we had to not necessarily say study him when I was in uh, college, but we had an assignment or something that had to relate to Dr. Cornell West. That's the only reason I'm familiar with him and a little bit of activism. Well, not the little bit of activism, but um, the little bit that I know about him, about his activism, let's put it like that, because I don't know all that he's done, but I do know a little bit about the activism that I've heard he's done. So, I mean, hey, I think that's why a lot of our black people got to actually come to the awareness of who these people are and how like do they really have a heart for us especially when it comes to winning these black votes a lot of us black people don't really have the uh motivation to vote because we won't be knowing who we voting for you know what i'm saying so yeah i definitely understand that trey but i think as uh you know as the race comes closer and closer to 2024 and you know his awareness becomes more out there i think a lot of people will definitely figure out who he is and we may see him as a potential like we definitely may see him as a potential but i'm gonna throw it over to prophet mary He's also an actor. He's he's also an actor in The Matrix. He was an actor in The Matrix. Yep. The the last, I think the last two. I never knew that. I ain't never seen that either. 
Okay, I'm gonna throw it over to Pastor Jerry. Pastor Jerry, it's on you, sir. Good morning, mega love, everybody in the room. Uh, it is a wonderful, uh, smoky 65 degrees here today in the Chi State area. We are dealing with some uh, foggy, smoky air because of the uh, wildfires in Canada. Everybody was going crazy, talking about some, oh, we're living in the last days. Honey, shut up. Stop being so deep. Um, we we know where the smoke is coming from. You start worrying when you don't know where the smoke is coming from. So, yeah. And, uh, of course, I'm having my bold coffee from Starbucks on my way to um, uh, prepare for these children's graduation. Uh, preschool and music director over there and so I taught them uh, if you believe from the whiz and they are going to chirp chirpity chirp 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 yes they are and uh, that's my day and I'm preparing to uh, leave tomorrow to be in Florida from tomorrow to next Wednesday got a couple of preaching engagements there um, and I'm upset because I thought Pastor Charles was my friend, came to New York and did not tell me a thing. <laughs> but I love him. I love I love his life. I love his life. So yeah, that's that that's my my day and uh mega love to everybody. Oh, by the way, Chris Christie is not going to make Of course it not. I'm tired of him running. <laughs> he needs to sit down, Pastor Jerry. <laughs> He was the former governor of New Jersey, and yeah. I know and I know him. Um, he's called me on several occasions to come and do music for his parties and his uh, inaugurational uh, prayer service. I arranged a choir, and he had his inauguration prayer service at New Oak, and so I was a music director for that and some of his campaign stuff that he was doing during Jersey. Uh, I don't have to like you to do business with you. So it, it, it was a business transaction. I did it. People came and said, oh, you with that dirty man. I said, listen, he's paying me, all right? I'm doing a job. I ain't got to like you to do your job. I don't even have to endorse you to do what you have. You know, I don't endorse him. He asked me to do a job, and therefore I did it. And he paid right. me. It's your money. Very, it's your money. Very, very <laughs> handsomely well. So. Yeah, Chris Christie is not going to make it far because he has a split tongue. And he was even involved with uh, something we had a couple years ago in the Bridgegate scandal over here in New York. So, yeah, he, he's not going to make it very far. And, and that, that's just what I know. I'm, I know that to be true. Do you see any, any potential, though, in the presidential race right now, Pastor Jerry? Mike Pence. Mike, Mike Pence? Oh. Mike Pence. I think he's going to go... I think he's going to go to, he might not be the final, but he might be the final pick for the Republican Party because not only of his allegiance, or what he had to Donald Trump, but he's smart. He knows some of the ways. He knows some of the avenues. And Donald Trump was smart. Donald Trump was smart. They dropped out because they, he convinced them to drop out. Uh oh, say so. Chris Hello. Christie was 
Chris Christie was behind Donald Trump 1,000%. So all of a sudden, he just drops out. There had to be something in the background to make him drop Trump, out. Drop out? No, 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 no. When Trump was running for president before. Oh, and Christ, okay, yeah. And Christie was running for president. I remember. So okay. there had to be some back avenue, some back alley, something that Trump did or said to Chris, because all of a sudden you just drop out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Some had to happen in, in, in the back way from that. So, yeah, I think Mike Pence is, is, is going to go far. Uh, like Hillary Clinton went far when she was a Democratic um, representative running for president when she went against um, Donald Trump. So it's like, you know, that, that whole idea of already being in the White House, having things that you yeah. know, having things that you've seen, having things that you've experienced. Because truth of the matter, Bill wasn't the president. Hillary was. <laughs> okay, so let's, let, let's, let's just put the cookies on the table where we can reach them. She was running the show in the background. So I think Mike Pence is going to go far. I like that, Pastor Jerry. Yeah. I always heard it, but you know, I was a youngin when um when Clinton was in office. I was literally like uh just being pushed out. Cause with Clinton, I was like ninety something and then nineteen ninety yeah, it was ninety something, right? So, like ninety eight, I think it was. Yeah, ninety eight, something like that. Yeah, I was just being pushed out, so I didn't get to see much of that, but I believe it. That's why Hillary got her position there. I believe she was running the White House for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, wow. you was just being what in 98? I was just being, you know what I'm saying, being being born. You said, well, if, if I was born in 98, ain't no way you was just being pushed out in 98. Well, not being pushed and you out. like seven, right. eight, like nine years old than me. So you mean to tell me I'm not the youngest one in this group? Not at all. No. Jeez. <laughs> How old are you, Pastor Jerry? <laughs> be 39 this year. I'm 36. <laughs> I, I, used to be, I used to be in the youngest one in the bunch. A week. <laughs> oh, praise the name of God. It's okay. At least you're not the oldest. <laughs> Ebony, I'm throwing oh. it over to you. Go ahead and check in for us. And then the uh, topic that's on the conversation, oh, no, the topic that's on the table right now is just. Uh, us talking about the Virginia shooting and also uh, the presidential race. Is there any potential that you see right now? So throwing it over to you. Do -do -do. Hey, good morning, y'all. Um, I it's a good day here. I think it's like eighty, supposed to be like eighty two or eighty three. Um, my daughter's going to work with her husband, so I'll just have baby boy. Um, praying that I got, which will let me get some things done. Um. I am probably on like a four. Um, I'll be a five once I can probably get another nap today. But um, I really honestly have not been following um, this this race right now. Um, once we get to these final candidates, then I'll invest my energy. Right now, I'm just not um, because I'm, I'm really not happy with any of the options at this point. Um, yeah, I'm just not happy with any of the options. And I'm not going to waste my time researching people who are not going to make it like a Chris Christie. I don't personally think um, he's going to make it to the end. It's just my opinion. Um, but we shall see. We shall see. Um, interesting topic about the repentance. 
Uh, we've had this discussion before, and people have, have had very different definitions and um, what they think you can and cannot repent for. Um, so this is probably going to be an interesting one. So um, I'll be here. I'll be listening um, as much as Baby Boy allows. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ebony. Uh, and quick question, because I know you said you ain't going to, you know, throw your, your opinion at two soon, because, you know, ain't too many people, like, you know, credible even going to even stay up there. But how do you feel about Dr. Cornell West throwing his hat into, you know, the race recently? He just announced that. Not going to work. Not going to work. I don't think it'll, I don't think it will prevent. Why not? Um, one, I think he is a bit... Although he has his, his foot like in the hood and in, in academia, I just don't think he's going to get enough um, support from us. And of course, us being us, there's already negative propaganda. Him having plenty of things to say about black men marrying black women, and here he's not even married to a black woman. So that propaganda is is floating around right now. And you know how our people are. They don't think they're trying to do their research. They're just going to go whatever negative. Um, I need to take time to really look into what he's saying, uh, but no, if, if Obama, <laughs> um, the academic that he is, scarcely did, I am afraid, uh, slightly afraid for, for Cornell West. Um, would it be nice? Eh, I don't know. I'm not one who just pushes people because they're black and I know who they are. I need to know what you're talking about. And I'm personally not as, as well-versed in what he is promising for the White House to even make a, you know, a, a real judgment um, on whether I would actually vote for him if he made it. Um, but just knowing who he is, what he stands for, what he does, what I know of him so far, I just don't, I don't feel that he's going to make it to that, that final ballot. Just my opinion. Colonel yeah. West running for president was like Jesse Jackson running for president. I'm so weak. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> It isn't. It's, it's not going to happen. Cornel West, uh, <clears throat> a great activist, great activist, great person, but he he has too much of a rambunctious ghetto side of him. Oh, yeah. That's not going to oh, make it into yeah. the White House. He's he's not he's not what Amer what America needs. He's not polished no. enough, basically. No, he's not. He's not polished. <clears throat> he's not savvy enough. He has an agenda. And the agenda is focused. Yeah, he has an agenda for black people, but uh, thank God for it. But he's not ready. I mean, you. I have. I have a saying: operate in your jurisdiction. Don't try to operate in something or try to bite off more than what you can chew. You, you're, you're not ready for the presidential seat. One, number two. Don't nobody know you. I mean, those who <laughs> you, those who know you know you. But those who don't know you don't know you. It's like, who, who is this guy? I, I never heard of this guy. I'm not voting for him. What, what are your morals? What are your standards? Where do you come from? Ah. Again, he running for president was like Jesse Jackson running for president. Pastor Charles, why you laughed at that? Because <laughs> he's right, though. I mean, I'm the, only, I'm the only one. I'm the only one that said he was in the Matrix. Everybody was like, huh? He was in a matrix. Okay, so he was the guy on the council, the black guy, light skinned dude with an afro on the council that said, Your 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 um 
your your makes me back got it get it get it. your comprehension is not a requisite for your cooperation. Mm. That was that that was the big line that he had in there because you know they were trying to get you know get the folks to do what they're supposed to do to go and and not not cause a big ruckus and it was like his your your comprehension on the matter is not a requisite for your. Uh, for your cooperation, and that was kind of used. We some of us had preached on that. There's some things in God that yeah. your your comprehension is not a prerequisite for your cooperation. God will tell you to do stuff, and you don't know why yet. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, you'll find out later why. But all you need to do, and all we need to do, is be obedient. So he did give a prophetic message, and that was the only one that he did. So hallelujah. <laughs> now, but he was active. He was active. <laughs> And, and 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 also, he he's not even how how I want to say this, uh, Ebony. He is not even conservative looking to be even considered. You got your hair all over the place. You got your teeth crooked. Look like you don't want. That's a Jerry. In order for you to have a conservative office, you have to look the part. And this guy don't even look the part, not even to be a consideration. You don't even look like president material. That's like somebody saying, oh, I'm going to be PTR, somebody's wife. PTR, Pastor Charles, that's it, PTR. <laughs> Keep going, Pastor Jerry. Keep going. You know, that's like somebody said, I'm going to be somebody's wife. But you don't brush your teeth in the morning. You don't even get your hair rolled out in the morning. You walk around outside. You walk around outside with a bond and their pajamas on. You're not even gonna be considered. You know what I'm saying? It's your presentation. So stay, stay in the universities, stay, stay in the colleges. Yeah, that, that's where you stay. Yeah. <laughs> he said that ain't gonna be your grace, man, God. <laughs> but now see, I didn't want to go in that hard. I was being nice. I was trying to be but. He, he he basically broke down most of the, the reason. He told the truth. Why. Yeah, he told the absolute truth. The look. And I think we, we black people, we, we got to have a conversation. Because I think our heads are a little, one minute we want to cry that we are the minority, the next minute we act like we can move the mountains. Let's be real. If every black person votes, it's still not enough to vote, to overpower right. them. It's still not right. enough. And most of us don't want to vote for stupid reasons. So even if yeah. we did put him up, he's not going to win against whoever their candidate is. That's just the, the hard truth. It just is what it is. Somebody made a point the other day. If black people and Mexican people came together, we can get a lot more done. I agree. Problem is, most of them don't have legal standing to stand with us. They stay they, ducks ain't in a row to even make enough of an impact. We are two minorities that if we came together, we could absolutely stand up against just the white population alone. We would have a fighting chance, but all of our ducks ain't in a row. And, so, and a lot of our people ain't got their stuff in a row either when it comes to voting. So, yeah, I think we just gotta, we gotta keep that in mind. So, I'm just being realistic, which I think a lot of us do not do when we get these candidates in office, even if we all voted for them. Brian, go make it. No. Here is Pastor Charles, Pastor Charles, Prophet Trey. Here is something for you to preach, and you can preach this. Very, very, very well. I know you can, Pastor Charles. Prophet Trey, I know you can too. Just because you have knowledge of it does not mean you're qualified for it. Just because you have knowledge of how to 
operate it does not mean you have the authorization to operate. I may know how to drive a car, but if I don't have a license to do so, does it, it does not make me qualified to drive. You may have knowledge of what the presidency is. You may have information on what it is and how to run it, but that does not mean you have the capacity to do so. Preach it. It'll bless your people. So you're right. In other words, lawful, not expedient. Amen. Pastor, uh, Pastor I said I agree with that absolutely. Um, look, look, pull the refresh, everybody. This is uh, this is Cornell West at his. That's the best look I haven't seen of him. Uh, <laughs> that is the best look. Look, that that is the listen. At least it was praise the Lord. Look at it. Look at it. Just take a look. That's but that's that's the best of him. That's not. Imagine if he woke up in the morning, he on the wrong side of the bed, and he got to give a presidential address. And his hair is just all over the place. That's all we need. Somebody said, I heard somebody would say this, they set us back another 20 years. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. Dog, is there always a negative image? Is there always going to be like this? Oh, no. Like, I don't see what would People be wrong with a president having a pro. They you vote what? with their eyes. People Back. vote with their eyes. You eat with your eyes. You vote with your eyes. People judge with their eyes. Yeah. Period. And a lot of women found Obama handsome. He absolutely so. was handsome. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. He still is. <laughs> but he had a commercial look. It was a very commercial look. And even with Michelle, if you notice that she got out of office, now you see her with braids. Now you see her with faux locks. She wasn't doing that in office because yeah. there was a particular look, a particular image. And she, even she before she got in office, they was picking on her image, saying she got to dress like this and look like this. Exactly. I mean, she they were already in politics. She she was already in the light, but she yeah. was stepping up a notch when she became. You know, once he said he was running, her image definitely bumped up. They got the best stylist, the head, the best yeah. you know hairstyles and all of that stuff to to get her together. Now they're out of office, they're chilling, just wearing sweatpants, she wearing faux lines, like, <laughs> like the real shell. Shelly is coming out now. Okay? <laughs> not the real and I love shell. it. I'm here for it. But it's a particular image that just has to be upheld. And Cornell West is not going to do that. Period. That's sad. I mean, but it is kind of cool. It's kind of inspirational to see him stepping up to the plate. I mean, I think he is somebody that I probably, I don't know, I probably would have voted for him. <laughs> Why? Because he black? Because he's smart? Probably. That's what I had to think about it. Like, uh. Yeah, you don't even know what that man's for. I mean, I believe he's a great person. Like, I've seen some of his activism work, of course, in college. That's how I even found out about Dr. Cornell West, Alabama State, because they used to actually teach about him. And I think he's came to Alabama State a couple times. But my thing is, like, I don't know much of his work. So, you know, when they, when they, when they said, it, like, his name, he came to mind. But, like, when Pastor Charles said, oh, he was in the Matrix, I was like, oh, who? Like, what? No, he wasn't. Like, <laughs> I don't know that much about him. But I think that's why I say as his awareness grows, he may be somebody that has potential. I would hope. But I, I get you. 
<laughs> I like what Pastor Jerry just said. That's like Jesse Jackson trying to run for president. <laughs> That's sad. Okay, okay. Well, listen, y'all, let's go ahead and kick it into another gear really quickly because y'all know I just love talking about, you know, the current events and things that I always see on the news, things that are relevant to us because truth be told, even though it's the little things that matter, it's the big things that matter too. And I think, you know, I'm always one that advocates for activism, politics, stuff like that. So I always like having those simple conversations. But no, I really want to talk to them about, and Pastor Charles, we were talking about it earlier and I check in about that repentance thing. Um, because so many people look at repentance in different ways, like Ebony said earlier. And I want to really get an understanding of what does it mean for people to repent? We had a conversation last week. And I think somebody mentioned that you cannot get into heaven unless you repent. And I said, okay, well, what if somebody who leave in a sneaky link get into an accident and they don't got the time, you know what I'm saying? It's incident. They ain't have time to just be like, I repented. Are they going to go to hell? Or what if it's just somebody who was uh, living a righteous life, leaving church? They leaving church. You know what I'm saying? They don't even know if they didn't committed a sin or whatnot. And they just, boom, end up getting robbed, good shot, or something like that. Are they like are they automatically just going to go to heaven because they didn't have, like, do we, you know what I'm saying? Like, what does that look like? Is are we repenting for moments? Are we repenting for mindsets? Are we repenting for, you know what I'm saying, the, the direction and the movement of what we're doing? Like, like, how does repentance work when it comes to you and how you apply it to your life? Because I'm one of those type of people. I just take a moment to repent every day. You know what I'm saying? For things that, Pastor Charles, what the uh, old folks used to say, sins of omission and commission. Things that I don't even know I've done. You know what I'm saying? Just in case, hey, throughout my day, if something happened, I want to see heaven but i understand everybody may not have that knowledge of what repentance is even when it comes to offenses the bible lets us know that hey if you got an offense out on your heart you know what i'm saying and you ain't even healed that or fix it don't even lay your altar down don't even sacrifice go back and leave it right there and go 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 you know what i'm saying go you know make amends then come back and sacrifice so i want to know what does that repentance look like in you guys own personal lives like what is what what does it mean to repent? Like would you do you repent to God? Do you repent to yourself? Do you even repent to other people? Because when I looked up the word repent to, it also meant kind of like an apologize or a regretful feeling. So who do we repent to? Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Jay. Well, I was hey, I'm about to head in the court. You know, for um, um, let me mute this. There we go. I'll turn my video. Yeah, I'm about to head in the court. Uh, right now for uh, the finalize my custody stuff. So y'all keep me in prayer. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, I'm actually sitting in the waiting room because she's catching the bus and she's behind. And we posted started almost an hour ago. But um, I would tell you all, uh, repent is, I think you can, repent is not a word. I feel like that is, only giving to God, for instance, I think is a very serious word that you use in general for repent. I think we've made repent very, very loose and common because no one is really, no one is really taking repentance serious, but literally repentance is turning it completely around and not a 360. A 360 takes you back to where you was. It's a 180. Just like when God told uh, Lot and his wife and them to not look back. That's exactly uh, um, 
what happens when you look back? You walk completely away um, and don't, you know, all they see is your back. We used to say with football, whenever <laughs> someone was uh, get a, a touch, like a, uh, a long touchdown or interception, all you saw was the numbers. All you saw was his numbers on the back in, in his, of his jersey. That's what repentance is. All you see is the numbers on the back of my jersey. You can't even get my attention because I'm so focused on going the other direction. Uh, you know, and that's what I feel like what it is. You repent. If you do something wrong to your brother, your sister, your spouse, or whoever it is, and you repent, that means you're not doing it again whatsoever. You repent to God and and uh, you apologize, but that means you're just not doing it again. Like you're done. It ain't happening no more. So uh, that's my um, response. Love y'all. Keep me in prayer. So, JY, are you repenting for one thing? Are you repenting for an action? Are you repenting for a state? Anything of mind? that is not pleasing to God, that even if I offend someone that is not pleasing to God, I'm changing that away. The way I think, the way I act, the way I <clears throat> move, you know, all that is being changed. You know what I mean? So, it don't matter what it is. Um, sometimes we may change our behavior, but our heart is not the same. Our heart is still the same. You know what I mean? Which means that whatever triggered us before to operate that behavior, if that thing happens again, we can be triggered to go right back to it, right? Uh, sometimes we have what is considered behavior modification, where we just modify our behavior for that particular moment uh, to appease whoever that is that we're trying to appease. Like how many times that women and took a dude back or a dude and took a chick back and and they show themselves to be different but all they did was modify their behavior but they didn't change that they repent in their heart or they didn't change in their heart that's pretty much what it is that's why god god asks us to have a repented heart not just a repented behavior or, or actions our heart has to be changed completely um because whatever triggered us to do that or whatever made us do what we did before may come around again and we'll fall right back into that same track. That's interesting. That's interesting. Powerful. Trey. Uh, <laughs> Trey, are you uh, uh you no, want to answer the you, question? You give me that one. Don't you do that. <laughs> Trey, say something. Number one, JY, I'm praying for you because we want the custody thing to go the way that the Lord wants it to go. So I'm praying that everything goes in your favor in Jesus' name. Be like I say, praise the Lord. Um, about this whole repentance thing, um, they always taught us back in the day, repentance does not mean apology, but it means to turn. And in order for me to turn means that it requires action. I don't know what Bible it is that people be reading. I don't know if people thought the Bible had loopholes or anything like that. But this is my belief now. And there's scripture to back it up. The scripture said, repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. I don't think it would have been in there if, if it wasn't meant to be taken seriously. Therefore, number one, um, when it comes to me, because I do have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost helps me to know what is right and what is wrong. And also because I know the word of God, I know what is right and what is wrong. But let's just say I choose to not yield 
to what the Holy Ghost says. Let's let say that I choose to go against something that the word tells me to do. I already know I'm wrong. So therefore, it does require repentance. But then also, there are things that I don't know. Now, some things the Spirit will reveal to me. Some things I'm just totally in the dark about. So there, I mean, I do repent. I repent every day. I repent multiple times a day. Um, and I'm and I'm making sure that it's not just an apology, but I'm making sure that I'm that I'm asking God that Lord, whatever it is that I did, or I know what I did, help me to turn away from that. Help me to not do that anymore. So for me, and, and I teach my, my college students this, if, if you're repenting for, you know, some type of lust or some type of sexual perversion or, you know, let's just say fornication, like when the word tells us to flee fornication, I tell them when, when you repent for that, it doesn't just look like, oh God, I'm sorry. No, what, what, it, what, what it means to turn is, Whoever these people are that you fall with, I block you. You're not on my Instagram. You're not on my Facebook. You're not on my Snapchat. Whatever music that I'm listening to that causes my mind to go to me wanting to do that, I don't listen to it. Whatever I'm watching on TV that's making my mind want to do that, I'm not watching it. It means me getting an accountability partner. It means me not having no females or no, or no niggas over at your house at 10, 11 o'clock at night when you know you can't handle it. So turning comes with action. So so I, I do believe in repentance, but repentance, it, it, it is not an apology. Um, so we have to understand that it takes action. Um, Jesus died so that we could take action. God don't want to hear me. We have to take action. So, yes, I do believe um, without repentance, you can't make it in. And I don't care what nobody say. Show me, show me in the word that that where, where Jesus preached that it was okay for you not to repent, to make it into heaven and not believe it. And you can't find it because it's not there. So I'm just not going <laughs> to believe it. Very hilarious. <laughs> you can't find it because it's not there. Oh, well, Trey, some people would say Jesus never told us to repent. He just told us to love him and do what he said do. Mm-mm. Preach repentance. It's in the scripture. I don't care what nobody. I don't, I don't care what none of y'all say. And look, and you know what? Love requires repentance. You can't truly love. You can't. You can't truly love God and not obey Him. It's impossible. At least that's what the scripture said. Now maybe my Bible lied, but in order to truly love God, you have to repent and you have to sacrifice, give up doing things that you want to do because you love them. So even if you say, well, you got to look, okay, you got to change. You have to turn if you love them. So is there ever a point where you stop repenting? Because then Jesus go down the cross for our sins already. No, I don't stop repenting. That That is something because this, this is the thing. The Bible says that the spirit um, that the spirit man and the flesh are in constant war with each other. That's every single day. Therefore, I there is a potential that I could lose that battle that day if I choose not to yield. So again, re re repentance is, so, I'm not perfect. Now, I don't think that I should be repenting as much as I used to when I was a new Christian, because certain things I ought to have power over that I do. And there, and there are just certain things that I don't do. Like, you know, back in the day, I used to have to repent for getting drunk. 
I don't have to do that anymore because I'm not going to get drunk. <laughs> I have power over that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But there are sometimes even now where, you know, I'm not like I used to be. I'll tell y'all my testimony one day, but I really used to be crazy. Like I really used to be crazy, like getting people fired from their jobs, ma- getting marriages broken up, um, poisoning. You know, uh, I would quit. I really went all the way there. And there are still some times in my Christian life where people would do things to me and it brings my mind back to me really wanting to get them. And I have to repent for that. Because even though I don't do it, the Bible that I read said that so is a man thinking in his heart, so is he. And in my heart, I really be willing to slit some people's throat. And that's not right. <laughs> so I even so I even have to repent for, for, for the way that I'm thinking, because the way that I'm thinking is not godly. It's the enemy. So I have to repent for that. Well, that will be it. Anybody else want to jump in? I love how Trey explained that because (laughs) um, borderline me, once upon a time, different details. That was me too, Trey, because my problem is slash was I have premeditated responses. My thing was, God, God, I already know I'm about to disappoint you because such and such not going to get over on me. And, you know, that's not right either. And I find myself slipping back into that every now and then because it's like, I get it. I understand we are supposed to walk by the fruit of the spirit. Yes. And I do understand that nine times out of 10, if somebody's a fire pistol, God does not want them to walk in that. And it's like, God, I ain't going to let nobody take advantage of me purposefully just so I can be humbled in their presence. Like, no, but it's it's not about that. It's more so about, um, you know, what was said, obeying God, like what he said, if you truly love God, You'll obey him whatever he we, whatever he tells you to do. Because I don't think God, the whole humility thing, y'all, this is just my perspective. Even when it comes to repentance, I don't think it's more so for, so God can put on a show so you can look bad in front of people, but more so like he, he cares about your heart, like the matters of your heart, where your heart stands. But yeah, repentance, I, I really do agree. Like, I think it's a personal thing. Because if you know you're not sorry, don't tell God you're sorry just for technicality's sake. Don't do that. I've learned that. I've learned that. Somebody told me that one time, you know, like, if you're really not sorry, why why play like you are or why? Because then it, that can turn into, like, a religious act. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me do this publicly. Let me say this in front of whoever. But inwardly, like, you're still the same That's person. Good. So I definitely think it should be taken serious as well. That's good. That's good. That was crazy. Well, As you well, even talk about it, it makes me think of not only how we act in this, like with God and the spiritual, but how we act with people as well in the natural. That was good. Pastor Charles, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not sure. Is my signal okay? I'm, I'm getting a red bar or whatever. Do y'all hear me okay? Yes, sir. We're good. Okay. No. So a um, couple of things. Number one, you know, there's, there's a new saying that everybody keeps saying, sorry, not sorry. That means you're not sorry. So stop saying that, you know, you ain't sorry. That's the first thing. And that's sometimes how uh, um, a, a civil repentance, sorry because I'm supposed to be, not because I am. And so that's a whole nother subject uh, in and of itself. You know, do, do some of us, do we, re- do we repent or say, I'm sorry, just because we know it's right to do. Not because, Lord, I don't want to do it again, but I just might do it again, but I don't want to. But just in case, let me just say I'm sorry now 
so that when I come to the next moment, hopefully I won't do it. But if I do, then I'll, I'll say I'm sorry again. And so that's a whole, that's a, <laughs> yeah. whole, that's a whole thing, you know. Um, but I believe that repentance comes with revelation, comes from revelation. Once, once revelation comes to you of the area of your, um, for the lack of a better way of saying it, your, your place where you've done wrong and revelation comes to your heart about it, there is where repentance actually sticks because you don't really, if you don't have revelation of what it is that's actually happening and you don't understand the repercussions from it, you won't, it, it won't have a sticking power if that makes, if that makes sense. I, I, and I think um, we have, you know, we have to be real careful not to be, uh, um, for the lack of a better way of saying it, better way of saying it humanistic um, in, in our time of repentance. Um, sometimes we allow our human nature and because we have a human nature, and we all have one, because we're humans, and and we allow that human nature to kind of give us an excuse to do sometimes what it is that we want to do, and we sometimes we have to uh, we make excuses for that, and that's not what the power of Holy Spirit is for. The power of Holy Spirit is for us to be able to overcome, and to be able to have the power even to say no when we need to say no. Is everything bad? No, everything is not bad, but we have to find out what's bad for you and how you get to that place of revelation of that. You know, there's certain things that you may do that I won't do. Um, there's a little saying back in the day where we, some of us used to say, the, the Holy Ghost won't let me do what the Holy Spirit lets you do. I'm going to go on mute. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's funny, Pastor Charles. Does anybody else want to jump in? I see that we had somebody uh, raise their hand from the audience who I brought up. So I definitely want is what? How, how do you yeah, say it? That was right. It's the whole line. You said that what? was right, uh, brother. Okay, yeah. Come on, you can jump hey, in. Yeah, good morning, y'all. How y'all doing today? I was listening to the conversation about repenting, you know. Yeah, says man. A lot of times, uh, we see everything so personal. With the Lord, you know, we have this personal relationship, and we should. But I think um, collectively, we need to start looking at things the way some of the people in the Bible did uh, as far as repentance. And it's okay with y'all, I just read the scripture to show my, my understanding on it. Um, Jeremiah 14 20 says this right here it says, We acknowledge, O Lord, our wickedness and the iniquity of our fathers, for we have sinned against thee. So the prophets had a mindset, not only of their personal sin, but the sins of their nation. You know, when we look at our, I was listening earlier, and you all were talking about the next president. And uh, I don't care who the next president is, you know, um, our situation, I don't believe it's gonna change over here. So my heart's prayer, you know, is really that we, my people would, would start repenting on the, uh, on a national scale while we in this nation and saying we have sinned against thee O lord not only have we sinned against you but our fathers have and we want to come back to what your word says because uh for some reason my personal repentance while it might help the next person around me it's not helping my whole community you know so i think the message need to be a uh, more so of a focused into why we're like this and we repent for our fathers i read one more scripture and i just yield when you go to Daniel uh, chapter 9, when you go to Daniel chapter 9 and 11, listen to what Daniel says. He says, yeah, 
All Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing, that they might not that's like that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore the curse is poured upon us, and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against him. Right? And so Daniel was here confessing his sins. You get down to verse 16, and it says this, just so I'm gonna have to read everything to you all. It says, O Lord, according to all thy righteousness, I beseech thee, let thine anger and thy fury be turned away from thy city, Jerusalem, thy holy mountain, because for our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem and thy people are become a reproach to all that are about us. So I think we need to quit looking at it like, um, not saying you don't need to repent for your personal mess ups. You do, right? Um, but we also need to look at our brothers who not going to pray and who not going to repent. Because some of our people just ain't going to repent. So somebody got to repent for them on behalf of them. Somebody has to intercede for our people. And I think that's the struggle that we're missing, you know, because um, we really don't have no community amongst our people for real, man. You know, it's kind of winging it, whatever everybody feels. So I think that's another aspect of repentance that we need to focus on uh, majorly. But I'm a year with that. Pastor Charles, that was good. Him. Right, I was going to say, you want to jump in behind that? Yeah, I mean, so look at that. Um, when a nation repents, it covers everybody, those that know and those that don't know. And um, that is a that is one area that if we look at even our nation, we are still divided on issues of life, issues of, of morality, you know, those kinds of things, because, you know, and the, and the Bible is very clear about that, talking about that these things would happen. And um, so, but he, of course, Second uh, Chronicles seven fourteen, of course, and we all know that says if, but if my people who are called by my name will owe themselves, pray, seek my face, turn, there it is, right there, turn from their wicked ways, then God says he'll hear it from heaven he'll forgive our sins and heal our land. So yeah, can, how about this? Can uh, a people uh, cause the rest to be able to be uh, called righteous if they do what's, what we're supposed to do? And I believe the answer is yes, according to scripture. So yeah, um, yeah. At, at, so we're talking about personal repentance because, you know, think about what we are sometimes. Sometimes we are crabs in a barrel, you know? You get yours, I'm, 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 I'm gonna get mine. Because I just want to make sure I make it in. I ain't worried about you, but I'm gonna make it in. Well, if if this if this Christianity and this life is what it really is, it's not just for us; it's for those that are around us. Yeah, go on, get on that. I love how you use that as a metaphor, uh, Pastor Charles. Because I'm just sitting over here laughing, thinking about a conversation I had. I don't know if he remembers, but I remember like a couple of years ago, I was talking to Prophet and um, I had that mindset once upon a time, the whole, why do I have to spread the gospel? Like, I'm good. I don't yeah. care about none of these people who got an attitude. And he was like, no, Jada, you can't be like that. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, let them leave. No, I found God. They can find them too. Oh, man, that was so crazy. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for delivering. Yeah, the, the 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 message of the gospel will cause our people to repent. Um, there are things in the Bible 
I think uh, that really have been unexplored, unexplored uh, especially to me. You know, growing up, I grew up in uh, I grew up in a church. I used to go on Sundays with my folks and everything. And uh, we have to realize that our people was coming out of a slavery those generations past, and I don't expect them to have the knowledge per se that we have. Even Daniel prophesied that knowledge would be on the increase. So when I read the gospel, right, um, I read things and I read those promises and I'm like, is this promise to us? And uh, and it is. And at large, our people really haven't explored those promises with a, a comprehensive mind. We've more so taken the standard that we've been taught uh, by others and said, this is what the Bible is. I think we need to repent first off on that and admit um you know, because I'm born again. I believe in Christ for the Holy Spirit. And I remember early on, man, <laughs> powerful as ever, still is, and just dumb as a box of rocks handling the Bible. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to handling the Bible, understanding the Bible. And I'm growing and can still grow. And I'm proud of the growth. But as a people, we need to turn back to this book and say, hey, Lord, we repent for mishandling your word. We've applied things to people where it don't belong. Yes. We've 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 given promises to people that don't they're not for it. You didn't say these before. No matter how harsh the truth is, we have to be able to look at our people and say, hey, this stuff belongs to you all. Uh, real fast. Let's go to look at something that, you know, we need to repent for. Um, Romans nine. Paul is a wonderful brother. Um, this is Romans nine. New Testament. They say. I'll start at verse 1. I say then, the truth in Christ, I lie not. My conscience also burned me witness in the Holy Ghost that I have great that I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart. For I wish that myself were cursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh, who are Israelites, to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises whose are the fathers and who and of whom as concerning the flesh Christ came who was over all God blessed forever amen you see Paul said these promises were for a certain group of people why do we take them and make the Bible this international book this is New Testament Paul is focusing this thing in and so I'm like dang why did they do that to us you know why didn't why did anybody draw a line you know I don't know if it's because of the uh great integration that happened I don't know, did that did that kind of flood over into our Bible? Because the politics of the day should not flood into what God has to say. God should flood into what politics have to say, and that should change our mind. So, you know, I'm kind of curious on, um, you know, you all you all's experience on the things that I'm saying and why we kind of, as a people, handling the Bible like that in this in this loose manner. You know, I'm just curious. Um, I, I think from my perspective, I think a lot of times we're expecting um, we're expecting the politicians to all exactly to be Christians and be Christians just like we are. And and if if they're not being discipled and that kind of thing, they won't be. In fact, you know, I think our expectation sometimes is higher than what we're putting into it, if that makes sense. So um, I, I don't I don't know how to even 
you really uh, answer that really well. But I will say that sometimes we have to be real careful not to put our blanket of righteousness on people. And, and we don't really allow God's righteousness to enter into the hearts of people that need it the most. And so um, that's, that's just, a, I guess, a part of it all. But I will say um, one of the things that I do realize is some people believe that they can just, you know, that they are everything separate. Now, I don't believe that. I believe life is life. And I believe that everybody has a purpose. And um, I realize that I'm not a politician. Um, if I were, I'd be a good one. I know I would be. And if I, because I understand what it means to be able to um, be at my highest and best use, that's something that I've just learned uh, from being um, being saved and being taught by great, great men and women of God, that whatever you do, be at your highest and best use. Now, if you are called to be in politics um, and you are saved and you have the ability of the whole, of Holy Spirit inside of you, then I would expect that from you. Um, and, but I also would expect you to be able to um, maneuver in, um, in, in, in policy and things like that, to look out for those who are marginalized, to look out for those who can't speak for themselves. And so, you know, that's, that's a high standard, but it, that's what we look for. But I hate to say it, but I ain't seen nobody yet that, that actually knows how to really, really do that very, very, very well and perfectly. And so, yeah, I'll go on, you know, that. This show, I have. A, I was waiting. Go ahead, brother. No, you good. You good. I said this show enough interesting. I'm over here munching and crunching and listening to this too. And one thing I like about it is that you was trying to bring scripture to it. But do me a favor. Also, drop the scripture in the chat if you can. You know what I'm saying before you read it or as you read it because I was trying to follow along with you, but I'm over here trying to multitask. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, keep going. No problem. Hello, hello, hello. My brother and walking in the room. Prophet Christian, thank you so much for coming in the room. I know you've been a shout on this. We're talking about repentance. And the man of God dropping scripture. All right, there you go. My phone. No problem, brother. Um, let's look at another one. This was a brother who would be in quote unquote politics. Uh we go to Esther. You know, when we read this one, this is a wonderful scripture. This is the book of Esther. 10 and 3, we remember Mordecai, Mordecodius, it says, for, Mor Mor for Mordecai, the Jew, was next unto King Asaharis, and great among the Jews, and accepted of the multitude of his brethren, seeking the wealth of his people, and speaking peace to all his seed. So he wasn't um, really focused on the uh, Babylonians. If you notice, the Bible says he was really focused, even in his high position of office, he was focused on his people. And I don't think the key, the king at that time, my bad, had a problem with him doing that. That was uh, the book of Esther, chapter 10, verse 3. So um, the hour that we're in, and I think it's a lot of prophets in here, right? Um, the hour that we're in, we need to be able to look at Christ's words, look at the prophets before him, uh, and see what's going on in our world currently. That's the purpose of the Bible. It's a book that can actually tell you the uh, current affairs of the world and the future of the world. Um, and so we need to really look at this Bible with fresh eyes and say, okay, what does this book have to do, not with me uh, on such a personal level, but me on a national level? Like when I look at my people, one, who are we? 
you know, because everybody has a right to know who they are, you know, according to the Bible. Uh, the Bible gives an extensive list of genealogies and this and that, uh, the beginnings of mankind, especially after the flood. And we, we, we deserve to know those things. And um, <clears throat> the pastors who I've tried to go to and ask certain questions, I've kind of been pushed away, you know, with the mindset of we ain't got to worry about that no more. And I'm like, since when do we not have to worry about anything that's in the Bible? I thought all of God's word was relevant. Now, I don't believe that we're under the law or anything like that. I'm not saying that. Uh, I don't believe a man is justified by anything like that. But I think that all the Bible is relevant. And, and I'm kind of curious, is it, you know, because we're kind of still sleep on some things. Um, is it just that we just don't feel like we need to do that? I had one pastor tell me, I was asking him, I said, hey, uh, why don't we talk about these things? And he said, well, God is not really giving that to me. And I asked him, and I said, hey, do you have an option to share a private interpretation? And he said, no. So if you have a Bible, then we all yield to the same book. Paul said, let us all speak the same judgment and the same thing. So how can we do that when we feel like that's really not what God is giving to me? You know, like the guy give you a Bible then he's giving you the same thing that he's giving everybody else who has a Bible. Now, that's how I think it works. But I'm a year so brothers can uh, respond to them. Listen to the brothers. Hey, if I can, let me jump in really quick because um, my son is very excited off. Um, if he's five hey. one, I'm gonna. Go um, okay, so I think what that pastor may have been saying to you is that perhaps God had not given him a personal revelation on whatever you you had shared with him. I hear you saying our people, and I'm not sure if you are pinpointing African American people, um, Christians in particular. I'm not I'm not really sure. Um, but one thing we have to remember when we are talking about the Bible. Um, is that we have to remember context. We can't take everything that's in our Bible literal because it was written in a particular time and to a particular people with particular issues. We can contemporize that absolutely, um, but we can't, we're not living in that same time. Just like we say, we're not under the law anymore. We're not living under that same time with those same social issues. Some of them still exist, um, but some things do not. So we just have to be careful that we are not taking the literal word of God and trying to hold people to a, a time. You can remember those things were written in a particular time to particular people. And so we just have to make sure that we are contemporizing some of the issues and the scriptures that that present. Just because we have a Bible does not mean that we all have clear, concise revelation on every single line of that Bible. Nobody has that. And if anybody tells you that they do, they have clear understanding on every single verse in their Bible. They are lying to you. We are, we are, we receive revelation as God grants it. None of us can dictate when that happens, how that happens, how rapidly that happens. It happens in ebbs and flows. It happens through our prayer life. It happens through different seasons of our lives. And so I don't, I don't think that pastor was in any ways wrong because he didn't have that revelation. Um, you were asking him for that revelation and you yourself hold that same Bible. So you see what I'm saying? We can't hold someone to that standard because we want the answer. Uh, we all have the Bible, but it's up to us, one, to study it, to read it, um, to ask God for the revelation and especially in what applies to us. Um, so we have to have grace um, in that particular lane. Um, again, I don't know what you came to him and approached him about, um, but the Bible is for everyone. The Bible is just 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 for for you know black people. The words of the Bible, the promises, 
all of that isn't just for a particular person. It is absolutely uh, international. Jesus is for everyone. Uh, salvation is for everyone. And so um, I'll be honest, I, I don't fully understand the context in which you're just saying it, it, it goes to a particular people or why are we making it like international? I can't say I fully understand, but that's just my view on what I believe you're trying to say. And listen, I kind of understand, you know what I'm saying, back uh, Ebony, what you were just saying and what he was just saying. And I kind of don't want to get too diverted because I think that's a whole different topic that we'll probably have to take deeper on a Friday. Because truth is that that goes into what a lot of people think within their theology, but most people haven't been, um, I guess, um, aware about it or made, been made aware about it. But sticking so, most sort of to the topic of what's at hand, and Prophet Christian, you probably can't make it make sense because. Listen, we was going deep the other day and you're one of the people who said, you know what I'm saying, just like Trey, you can't get into heaven without repenting. But here's my thing. How do you what is the purpose of necessarily repenting um if Jesus came? You know what I'm saying? For those people who don't repent, you know what I'm saying? Do they still have rights to have like because Jesus came or what was the point of Jesus coming if people still gotta get to the point where they repented? Because truth be told, John said, repent, the kingdom is at, is at hand. And he was talking about Jesus. He was talking about, he, he was thinking Jesus is coming. You know what I'm saying? And when Jesus came, he said, yeah, that's the one. And when he went to jail, he he, he questioned Jesus and said, Jesus, are you the one? And Jesus said, blind eyes is open, stuff is healed, whoop, 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 whoop. Then Jesus went and died on the cross. Cool. After Jesus died on the cross, he was rolled, gave us the Holy Spirit, boom. But then now there's a certain people who say, okay, well, what do I have to repent for if Jesus died on the cross? Prophet Christian, can you help me out? I thought it was going to hit me with the grace and peace, everybody. <laughs> he, he might be busy, but I can I can chime in for a second. So okay, go for it, go for it. Uh, here you go, homeboy, homeboy said it all. Um, so repentance. Yes, Christ died. He died for our sins. He wiped the slate clean from that point forward. But we still have a sin nature. Um, it is it is innately within us. Uh, we were born with it, and so we are not perfect. We will sin. We will mess up. And repentance is our way of coming back. Um, to the original intent um, of impurity. It's an apology in a sense. It, the way that I was taught as a child, I'll break, just make it real plain. It is an apology. Um, it is a way of saying, you know what? I'm sorry for what I did and I am going to stray from it. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to do my due diligence to do better. We all know that when we repent, we don't always completely stray away from it. It's a process. Uh, but you repent of what you've done. You apologize for what you've done. You ask for forgiveness for what you've done. And through repentance, you are saying, I am going to make a, an effort to no longer do that. I'm going to do my work um, so that I, I'm no longer you know, drawn to this, uh, whatever that this may be for everyone. Um, so repentance is really an opportunity to wipe the slate clean, to wash your hands, um, to purify your heart, and to come back before God in a pure state. And so just because Jesus died, he died for the sins that we already committed. He died for the things that we would do, which is why I think that you're, you're getting that. Well, what's the point of repentance? Um, it is an acknowledgement that we are not perfect. It is an acknowledgement that we have sinned, that we have come short um, of the glory of God, that we have come short of the statutes, which we know 
to be true and to be right. Thou shalt not lie, but shalt not steal. You know, even the personal convictions that God gives to us, um, which we talked about, are individual. We can't, you know, blanket those for everyone. Everyone has their own individual convictions. But when you go against that, you're repenting and asking for forgiveness. So for me, that is the point, um, the absolute point. And it's in its simplest form without all the deep terms. I'll leave that to, to everyone else to go into the deep theology. But in its simplest, purest form, that is what repentance is to me. It's all good, Evan. That's good. Try it. Go ahead. Jump in. Well... I think that statement is quite ignorant. Not saying it's ignorant that you say it, but I think it's quite ignorant to think that just because Jesus died on a cross that I'm good. And that's the standpoint of a lot of people. Why? A lot of people say that. Isn't the cross enough? Uh, It is enough. But again, you have to take action. The word says what? If you want to be my disciple, do what? Lay down your cross. Follow after me, pick up my cross, follow after me. It requires action. Repentance did not give us, I mean, the cross did not give us a free ticket to heaven. It gave us a choice and the opportunity and the power to make a decision to live a saved lifestyle. The cross was for us to have the right for us to have the, a decision and then for us to have the power to live out a saved and not just saved, but a sanctified life because he sent the Holy Ghost. Now, thank the Lord for it. So for people just to be like, oh, he died on the cross. That's enough. No, the same way that Jesus died, you have to die too. And that is recorded multiple times in scriptures. You I'm not down no cross, man. You have no, you don't have to do that. We don't have to die like Jesus did. But that flesh of ours, it has to die. It has to, because the Bible tells us in Romans and many other places, we can't we we are not to walk after the flesh. We are not to fulfill the lusts of the flesh. How do you do that? By killing the flesh. What is what what is dead has no control. Oh, I'm 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 talking better than y'all than y'all than y'all talking. Come on, sir. Amen. Amen. No, like that that is very ignorant for people to say and it y'all breaks. Y'all preachers always want to amen in this room. Y'all always All right. like, <laughs> like an amen to y'all. I just I just felt my inner Christian, okay? Okay, hello. Yeah, y'all y'all, y'all ain't saying nothing to God. I'm saying talk none back of the church. <laughs> right. I mean, I need to talk back church, but no, I, I think it it doesn't upset me when I hear people that don't know. But even when I hear people in this room that are believers and preachers, and I said, because who's going to check me to say things like that bother me? Because what are we teaching people? Jesus died on the cross. You're good. Ah, uh, no. You still have to put in some work <laughs> to be saved and, and to live a holy and a separated life in this present world, as, as us culture people say. But yeah, that, that, that's how I feel about that. I think that statement is ignorant to think that just because he died, then we just have a free ticket. If, that, if that's the case, we don't need the Bible. We don't need the Holy Ghost. We don't need, we don't need church. We don't need, we don't need any of that stuff. If it was okay for me to just do what I was going to do and I don't have to repent, I don't need that. And I digress and I go back. You know what's crazy, Trey? I got to add this in. It's so crazy you said that because, you know, a lot of us have that just in the world. A lot of us have that mindset of, 
oh, as long as I lead the horse to the water, God will do everything else. So, you know, that plays a part in it too. When people walk around saying, you know, Jesus is enough that he died on the cross. I don't have to do anything. Some of the people in the body of Christ make it so like that because they present that whole salvation package as, as long as you're saved, you're okay. It's my job to lead the horse by the water. Once the horse gets the water, boom. So like a lot of that, you know, is contingent upon that too. That's a horrible statement too. That that is but, but that's an ignorant statement too. Technically, they're right, and I'm gonna let you know why they're right. And, and, my, and my pastor <laughs> always, says this. my pastor always says this, and I hope it makes sense. He always tells us, "You don't need the Holy Ghost to get into heaven. You need to be saved to get into heaven." But if you're going to live, but that again, you're going, that again. Hold on, hold on. you do not need, you do not need the Holy Ghost to get into heaven. That's you, what he don't? Said. you don't. You no. don't. You need the Holy Ghost to live on earth. Mm, that's that's good. Lord right? have mercy. You, you mm. need it for you. If, 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 if you plan to make the end by getting saved and then living life, you need it here. But the thieves on the cross, they didn't have it. I mean, the thief on the cross, he didn't have the Holy Ghost. <laughs> he didn't have it. But that's he made good. it. That's good. So you don't need the Holy Ghost to get in. You need the Holy Ghost to live down here so you can make it in. But if I get saved and I die, if I get saved, I'm good. If I got saved. If you get saved and you die right after you get saved. I believe you made it. According to scripture. But you said, what if you haven't repented, though? Trey, Trey, what if you haven't repented, though? But that's what happened on the cross. Well, when you, well, first of all, when you get, I don't know about y'all, but when I lead people to get saved, I'm not God, can you help me real quick? I got to run back into this meeting. But grace and peace, all of y'all, I just want to know what happened to the thief on the cross. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, but I just want to know what happened to him. Can somebody tell me what happened? I thought he went with Jesus. Maybe Maybe I didn't read it right. How he went with Jesus, though, Trey, if he didn't repent. He, what did Jesus tell him? Oh, Jesus. Prophet Omarius fan. <laughs> what did Jesus tell the thief on he the told cross? Him today he would be with him in paradise. And why did he tell him that? Because he believed in Jesus. He recognized. No, no, no. You, you guessing now. You got to go back and read your, your word, man of God. <laughs> I'm trying to pull it up. I'm trying to pull yeah, it up. Yeah, pull, so pull, pull it on up. Let me look at the exact words. Let me look at the exact words. <laughs> pull it on up. Uh-huh. Hold on. Let me look at the exact words. While he pulling that up, Trey, you can go ahead on the exegy. God bless. Hey, I have I a mean, question for Trey. I mean, I, 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 I didn't drop the mic hey, already. I got to go over to pick it back up. I'm just hey, He said, I dropped the mic already. I went to pick it back up. <laughs> okay, what was it? Luke hey, Trey, real fast. You said that you don't need the Holy Ghost to make it into the kingdom. Uh, but you said heaven. Um, but you do need the Holy Ghost to live on this earth. Uh Right? Did that thief? Did that thief have the Holy Ghost when he was on? Earth? He didn't. Make, he did that. No, I'm saying. I'm saying again. He died after that segment, and I and I and again, I, I just said if if you get saved or whatever, and you die, like on your deathbed or whatever, I believe you make it in because salvation is what you need. But I'm saying in the standpoint of if you plan to live a saved life 
on this earth for a year, two years, three years, five months, six months. You need the Holy Ghost. That's what I'm saying. You need it. Right, Does right. that make sense? So this is what Yeah, um, that makes sense. Ephesians 4 and 30 say this. Um, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed until the day of redemption. So that sealing is what I hope is. That's the earnest. That's the earnest of, of the gift right there that man that's supposed to keep us until the day of redemption. So yeah, I'm definitely a proponent of you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so, Trey, if it's true that we're supposed to just lead the horse to the water, so then if that's our role as current believers, then once that has taken place and somebody accepts Christ, do we leave them in the hands of God, just knowing that, oh, God will be God? Or is it up to us as believers to, like, well, you know, follow up? Hey, Jada. Mm-hmm. Some plant, some water. God gives increase. That's the book. You just got to know your role. Amen. Are, are you the planner? It's, it's Bible. Are you the waterer? Yeah. <laughs> you got to know who you are. And once you realize who you are, then you don't even have to really worry about the after effect because you did what you were supposed to do. Amen. I think we, we, we engulf ourselves into too much into people's well-being and lives amen to God, um, that we get engulfed and we try to control the outcome. You can't, because it says God gives the increase. Yes. So we, we got to let God be God. All right, proper Christian. So and we got to stop Jesus being So proper Christian, I pulled up the Hold scripture. the man of God got the word of the Lord. Amen. Come on, eat. It was Luke 23. Read the scripture. Read it. Read the scripture. And read it with power. Don't be reading no chemical words. Come on. Let's go. Come on. He said, one of the criminals who hung. Hold hurled insults at him. One of, one of the criminals. Right there. Hold on, hold on. One of the criminals. Uh -huh. One of the criminals. Read, read. Keep that's on. How, that's how I go right there. Come on. Yeah. Hung there and hurled insults at him. Yeah, he keep said, it going. He said, aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself uh -uh. and us. Hold it right there. Hold it right there. Now, can you see the attitude right there <laughs> yeah. of that criminal? Preach, understand, the understand, understand the word of repent means it's a change of mind and a change of heart. You need to read that scripture, Matthew 3 and 2 in the Amplified. It talks about what repentance is a turning of the mind and the mindset. Repent. Read, continue. Go ahead. Go ahead now. Read. He done, he done messed the floor up. Come on, read, son, read. <laughs> he said, but the other criminal rebuked him. Uh -huh. Don't you fear God, he said? Since you okay, are under the going. same sentence. Oh, my. Okay, stop right there. Hold on. Did y'all see the mindset between the first criminal and the second criminal? Can you see the difference? <laughs> One 
is a is a is a is an as an attitude of haughty and and, and nastiness. The other one has more Come of on. a contrite feeling, and he's talking now with understanding. He's understanding something here. He can't do this on he his recognized own. Who he Read, was. keep reading. Uh huh. <laughs> he said, "Don't That's you what fear God?" Since we're under the same Don't. sentence. Uh-huh. We are punished justly for what we have done. But this man has done nothing wrong. Uh, right, hold on right there. Stop right there. That's called revelation. <laughs> Come on, Pastor Break it down. Is, Break it down. <laughs> that's, that's, that's revelation. That's a revelation. He said he, he came to understand that he did the, he, they did what they did and they deserve what they're getting for it. But they're talking about Jesus and they're saying that he did not deserve. Okay. Okay. Now keep going. Now see, Christian, you have got on me now because this scripture <laughs> right here, this stuff right here is the stuff that be getting me. I be getting happy. Yes, sir. I realize that we, we read these scriptures sometimes with tongues. That's right. We read these scriptures too fast. We don't you keep going all, go all, you got to blaze <laughs> through it and hurry up. But sometimes you got to stop and read the scripture line upon line to understand what it is the Lord is trying to tell us here in this moment. He said, repent. <laughs> you so funny. Precept upon right. precept, pastor. Come on here. <laughs> this is how we do it. <laughs> So look, I'm, I'm, let me stop. I'm I'm I'm, I'm being for real for this, but listen, that keep, keep read the read the, go ahead and read the whole scripture. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be nice now. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. There's only two more. There's only two more. Verse ahead, forty-two says, uh huh. Verse forty-two says, Jesus. No, he said to Jesus, "Remember me when you come into your kingdom." Jesus looked at him. Truly, I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. That's the word of the Lord. Wow. Wow. So here we are. And it was about this noon scripture. and darkness came over the whole earth and then they died. That was the next scripture. They just died. Right. So here, here, we, here, we, have, here we have this moment. And Jesus basically tells him, because you re- have revelation of, of who I am and revelation of the situation, how about this? You get to be with me in paradise. You gotta Don't understand. So in that moment, he became Charles. saved, even Pastor though he didn't have the Holy Ghost. He became saved, Charles. and his I'm salvation sorry, allowed him to see heaven. Prophet, you the reader, you gotta Go listen. In the Go text, <laughs> say something like "confess with your mouth." I, I, I just want to make sure <laughs> and believe in your heart. It is Bible huh? that he's the Lord Jesus. Did not that thief do that? And that's tell that did. other thing. That's what he did. And say, hey, ain't you a, don't you fear God? Doesn't the text also let us know that the fear of the Lord is the problem? beginning of wisdom? Yeah. Huh? All right now, sir. Preach to the we're, not talking about be, we're not talking about being scared. Uh-oh. We're talking Uh-oh. about respect. Ooh, Honoring good. who he is. So, so you mean to tell me? That he had a personal revelation of who God was and, and put that other thief in his place. Yes, he did. He said, God. is you dumb? He says, you dumb? You don't know who that is? Right yeah. here? That's and then he asked God, 
He said, can you please remember me? Okay. All right. All right. He ain't even say mention me. Here am I. He ain't say mention me to the father. Nothing. Just let me cross your mind. Just let me cross your mind. Remember me. What you say? And you mean to tell me that ain't salvation? What what is the drinking of the cup of salvation then? Talk to me about it then. If that ain't salvation at its best. It's a quiet church in here. No, no listen. I, I, look, we're contemplating now, right now. Let me tell you that. <laughs> right, over here got me trying to look up scriptures. No, you ain't looking up no scripture. You eating. <laughs> you eating flesh, chicken or something. Or eggs My or Lord. <laughs> eating what? You, you need to be eating this word of the Lord. Lord. <laughs> Y'all, I'm sitting in my van having a Baptist fit. Lord Jesus. Yeah, Hello. 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 Let me close my mic. <laughs> yes, Lord. Listen, I was I was kind of going, I was listening to something that was being said, and what came to me was this old hymn we used to sing called To God Be the Glory. And it says, To God be the glory, great things he has done. So loved he the world that he gave us his son, who yielded his life an atonement for sin and opened the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Let the earth Let hear the his earth. voice. Praise yeah. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father come through the Jesus, Father. the Son, and give him glory. Why? Glory. Great things. Great things he has done. He has done. This is yes. That's my hymn right there. It's funny. I remember singing that as a child. But as I grew older, hmm, come on, come on, stay here, stay here, stay here. As I grew older, and as you go through things, those old hymns come back up into your remembrance. Remember me. Hmm. Uh, and you might not know the words, but I got an old hymn um, that I have. Mine is red. I had a green one. Hey, you know, come on, Baptist hymn. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I would look up the words. I can't sing. My son will tell you, I can't sing. That's okay. But like I tell him, my off keys sound like melody to the Lord. And that's all. He needs is for me to praise him. Those songs come back, it's true to him. I forgot I was at work. 
Shot about that. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, so here's another question though, because we all have areas where we struggle that with things that we repent and like that. You know what I'm saying? That we should repent from. So here's a, a question that I need y'all to help me with. How do you identify when it's something that you know you gotta repent from and change your mind from? Because oftentimes when you know when we get saved and we ain't doing that, we ain't in the streets, we ain't doing that all wrong and stuff like that. But at the same time, God is still be working on us. And we don't, you know, we, we had that struggle with like, okay, yeah, I got it all together. But then what is something that you had to realize? Oh, nah, that's something I got to go back and repent for. God got to get me together for that. Because I should like, what is something that you had to deal with personally? Let me put it like that. How do you identify? Can you, with can you go back to your initial question? Because I think I didn't hear it. How correctly. do you identify when you need to repent for something? How like do when, you identify when you need to repent from something you already know that's wrong? Is that what you say yet? I mean, not necessarily that you already know is wrong because okay. most people don't have that conviction for something to be wrong unless somebody come tell them. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I got you. Like, unless so, you come correct me, I may not be convicted about, you know, being on Instagram with my shirt off. You know what I'm saying? So how do you know that that is like for a person, hey, this is something that you got to fix. You know what I'm saying? Without people having to tell you. Well, that comes along with, for me, it came along with my personal relationship with the father. Because when you have a relationship with the father, everything that you think is right, God begins to reveal to you whether it's right or wrong. Yeah. And when you pray, see, when you pray and you have a, a, a prayer life, the Lord will begin to show you you and he will begin to fine tune you. But you got to be uh, able to look in the mirror and say, oh, yeah, that is ugly, God. I do need to change my attitude. Yep, God, you said I got to have temperance and my attitude, the way I snap is crazy. Yeah. You, you told me, God, I got to have self-control and I don't really have control when people make me mad. Hello? You told me I got to love my, wait a minute. I don't like them people. Actually, I hate, uh-uh, don't you say that. You don't hate them. How is it that you can hate them? Glory to God. Like that, and God is a God of love. Huh? And you say you want to be more like Jesus. So for me, he walked me through the fruit of the spirit. And in my relationship, I found out those things that he didn't like about me. And I had to change those things. Facts, that's good. One of the prophets says, oh, I began to pray and woe is me. I was hot. Well, Isaiah said I was a man of unclean lips. That means he might have been peeing. Cussing everybody out. Y'all ain't saying nothing to God. Come on now. 
Some of y'all still yeah. cussing and speaking in tongues. How can blessing and cussing come out the same mouth? Y'all ain't saying that at all. Come on, get down on that altar and burn it out! Burn it out! Burn it out! Burn it out! Huh? All right. Amen. Don't prick the cussing spirit, Lord Jesus. Not the cussing spirit. Again, Lord that Jesus. repentance, that changing your mind, that that that's something that sometimes there are some situations that God will. How you know you, you a, need to change your mind about certain stuff, Pastor Charles? How you know you just ain't right about this stuff? It becomes it becomes a revel as you get as it becomes revelation. See, the scripture says in that Matthew three and two, you know, he says, uh, repent. Change your mindset, change the way you think about things, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So you got to understand that the in the kingdom of heaven, there's not sickness, there's not disease. And see, we won't even talk about that kind of stuff. Some of us accept whatever the doctor says. There has to be a mindset that has to come with this that says, you know what? I know what you said, doctor, that this is supposed to be something that's supposed to kill me, but I have to make a so determination of what the Bible says. Yeah, I mean, so so my, but you have to change your mindset. Also, if it's killing you, by, let's say you try to dig get your own grave with your teeth by eating crazy stuff, okay? Uh-oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm dealing with big, big fat people. I know people like that. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm one. I have to be careful now not to allow certain things i have to change my mind concerning what food looks like to me because you got to understand i came in a place where um i was in an abusive house and then um had and i went to a house that was safe and in that safe house there was good food and so i was happy and eating but now i have to change when the revelation came that hey you know what charles i know that you're happy and, and you have now attributed happiness with eating and sometimes overeating, okay? So now here comes the revelation. Okay, I want you to be here for a minute because I have words that I put in your mouth. So what am I going to do now? I need to make some changes. I need to repent and actually change my mind and my mindset concerning how I look at food. I have to look at food as not being just a happy place. I have to look at food to live and not to um, just be, um, so to speak, a, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, um, a means of making me just feel good, like it's sex. How about that? All right. Let me get off of that. Because y'all don't want to hear that. So if I can, Prophet, I want to answer your question um, in a really simple, simple way. When I got with my husband, we were dating. Uh, we were We were friends first uh, when we were dating there were certain things that I would do um, because it was what I knew to do it is what I had done in other relationships and you know on a natural habit you pick up habits you think this is how things are supposed to go and he did the same certain things he did in other relationships he attempted other girlfriends liked I don't know teddy bears and chocolates that ain't me I don't like that take me on a date don't buy me a cheesy stuff because I don't like it it was well intended there was nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't fit for this relationship. And as we got to know one another, we got to know what one another liked, what worked, what didn't work, our triggers, you know, what's, what's right, what's wrong for us individually. As is with our relationship with God, which is where we get back to those convictions. What is convicting to one is not to the other. As you get in relationship with God, he will show you some of the things that you've been doing. Mm, 
Say you've been spending seven hours on Instagram. Maybe it didn't mean nothing for a season. But you start feeling uneasy. You start feeling like, mm, maybe this ain't it. Maybe I need to do something else. Maybe I should be reading my word or maybe I should be look, reading this devotional or whatever. As you get in relationship with God, he will indicate to you what it is uh, that you may stand in need of repentance for. Again, remember, it's not always a um, one of the big sins that we like to point out. And y'all know what the ones are. I don't need to get into that. Sometimes it is those those little those little things we don't think about, like spending all those hours on Instagram. And then when asked a, a biblical question or somebody comes to you to ask you something, we don't have the knowledge because we were supposed to be reading our word. We were supposed to be studying. We were supposed to be praying and we missed it. We didn't do what we were supposed to do. Um, and so as you're in relationship, he will lead you. He will tell you. He will indicate to you. You will get to know his voice and understand when he is leading you to repentance, to change your mindset, to change your heart about a particular thing. I think we miss it because we just think, okay, well, I got the big stuff coming. I ain't, I ain't you know, murdering. I ain't lying. I ain't stealing. I ain't this. Okay, that's it. Mm, but did you not stop a conversation about Sister Gwendolyn that you heard going on? No, you weren't the one gossiping, but did you stop it? Oh, okay. Yeah, you was on Instagram all night. Did you ever pick up your word this day? You know, there, there's, it's not always the big things that we think of. He, he will tell you what is fit for you and your relationship with him. Is essentially what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. Money, you want to jump in? Hey, how you doing? I ain't heard you in a minute. Mm-mm, I came to take notes. Oh, we, she said, I came to take notes. Y'all today. <laughs> This is so good. This is so good. See, and that's my thing. I want to get to the point where I'm noticing my smile. But for this, you still got to work on this. <laughs> Anybody else? Like, how do you identify the smile you have to repent from and work on? Good morning, sir. May I add? Good morning, Pastor Donnell. Of course, go for it. <laughs> you know, for me, um, the most simplistic way I can put it is John 16 and 13. How be it he, when he, the spirit of truth has come, the spirit has come, he will guide you in all truth. And so oftentimes, because like uh, my brother Christian said, because I have a relationship with God and because I have a real prayer life, that there are times where I may feel like I'm correct and the spirit of will guide me into the truth that I am not correct. And so it will, it will, I, that's where that thought will come from. That's it won't good. be yeah. just because I pulled it out. It's because if, if I got the Holy Spirit in me, like I say I do, then the Holy Spirit should be able to guide me into the thought pattern that I should have concerning different situations in my life, right? Like, so, so my personal thing uh, was, uh, dang, I got to be transparent, right? So my personal thing was cutting people off, um, like mentally, while still dealing with them physically, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I understand. So, 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 so I'm the person, I could interact with you and make you feel like you got a best friend, and I couldn't be so, I couldn't be more detached from you. Like if you died, I wouldn't even cry. I, I, there was no attachment at all, but because I had learned how to function while not functioning fixed, 
then I learned how to just do what I needed to do to get by in my interaction with people. Even if I, if, if I, if I was secretly hurt by them, if I was secretly offended by them, if I was secretly uh, upset at them, um, I wouldn't follow none of the biblical principles. I would just shut down internally on them while yeah. still interacting with them. So they never knew there was an issue, although I secretly despised being in their presence. That was a very, and I thought that was, you know, that was the way to do it. You don't deal with people. Hey, you, you, you know, you, you complete the mission. That, that was my mindset. Complete the mission. I don't care if I like you or don't like you. We got to complete the mission. And then the Holy Spirit started dealing with me about my heart concerning things. I didn't even know my heart was bad until the Holy Spirit convicted me and said, son, I want you to understand doing the right thing with the wrong heart is still wrong. And as the Holy Spirit began to convict me and begin to show me those things. So so the Holy Spirit began to share with me. He said, son, doing the right thing with the wrong heart is still wrong. Because ultimately, it's not about the manifestation. It's about the motivation. This is why many people will say, Lord, Lord, did we not do this in your name? And he going to say, I ain't even know you. Like we, we never exchanged hearts. We exchanged favors, but we never exchanged hearts. And so I, I have, you don't have any access, any relationship with me because we never exchanged hearts. And so as God began to deal with me about not just doing the right thing, but making sure my heart was right in doing it so I could receive the full manifestation of the blessing that was supposed to come from the connection. What I found out, watch this, is I was killing some of my own covenant and some of my own connections because my heart was contaminated and I was ignoring it. Ooh. Oh, oh my, my God, that's good. That's, that's good. good. That's that's good. So, that so literally, my, my heart, I, I was literally mishandling different. God was sending people into my life, but oh my because God. my heart, but because my heart was contaminated, I was mishandling them. And here I am saying, God, don't know, ain't nobody real enough to be in covenant with me. And God said, now nah, the truth is, you ain't healed enough to be in covenant with nobody else. So I had to really let God deal with my heart. And that only happened again. That only happened because the Holy Spirit of truth came and, and, and began to guide me in the direction that I was supposed to go. So thank you, man. I hear my mic. Oh, that was so good. That was so good. Yeah, Did y'all get a clip of that or something? You said what, Mama Lynn? I can't even shout because I'm walking the planet. <laughs> Look, yeah, it worked for the cut of food. Can't even do it. <laughs> but that's so good because many of us do not see that. He said something so powerful. He said he was destroying covenant because his heart wasn't right. And he had to identify that. He had to get into a mode of prayer and say, oh, 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 God, this what it is. This what it is. And I wonder how many of us never take that time to say, okay, well, let me spend some time with God to be like, okay, well, God, what is it? Like, what do I need to work on? Because truth be, truth be told, your opportunity, your next breakthrough, your next opportunity could be on the other side of that correction. Could be on the other side of you actually healing and repentance from some of that stuff. And this is just, 
Whoa, I'm just psyched out. Dr. Trina, thank you so much for joining the conversation. Uh, we're really just talking about repentance and what that means and how do we, we got to a point of how to identify when we get to the point of repenting ourselves as believers. Because I, I've noticed in my life that sometimes I can get self-righteous. I could think that, hey, I'm walking the high horse because, you know, my bills is paid, ain't I had nowhere just doing stuff, you know what I'm saying? But then there was a moment where God had to convict me, you know what I'm saying, through prayer and stuff like that. That says, oh no, you still have to work on yourself in areas of humility and pride and stuff like that. Because truth is, we all are still a work in progress. So what is one of those areas where you feel like, you know, you had to come to a point of repentance? And how do you handle that with God? Or how was that, you know, played out in your life? Dr. Trina, are you there? The woman of God didn't left. Oh, she probably trying to get to the mic. Doctor, I see you there. Oh, there you yeah, go. yeah, I'm just trying to get to the mic. You're right. <laughs> uh, listen, that was, he could have kept going. That was so good. Uh, and I thank you for the room this morning, Prophet. You always have some rooms that's be on fire uh, and, and to the point where we have to ask a question. Are we ready to repent? Uh, and I, I thank you for... Um, Allowing the people to be transparent. I did miss what Christian has said, but I know, listen, he came with fire as well. Uh, but I have to say something that, that we have to get to a point where, and I, I understand he had talked about the relationship. And if I can just piggyback a little bit, I, I don't know what he said because I wasn't in the room, but my relationship put me in a posture to repent. Uh, and, and so uh, if I could say that, because my relationship gets me to a place where I understand that I'm wrong in some areas. I'm not doing it the way I need to, or I need to get to a place where I, I have to reevaluate my decisions. And it's just like a good, you know, in a relationship with anyone, uh, even in a marriage, you have to be in a posture, uh, Apostle Darnell, that you understand that there's some things that you might have to get back to the principles of saying, you know what, I was wrong. Uh, I, I, you know, I need to redo this thing. And so if we look at the biblical principles of things and look at where we at, we have to always be in that place that my relationship keeps me in a place of being humble. My relationship keeps me in a place of saying, you know what, God, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm, I have not arrived to this place where I know you see the potential of me going, but wherever you have me at right now, forgive me for anything that I have done, said, or even thought. Uh, and, and I like what Darnell said as well, because uh, sometimes it's what's in my heart. Uh, I, I might be around you, but my heart says something different. And that's why it's good when you're in a relationship. Uh, some people say, well, you know, I'm not, I love them, but I'm not in love with them. Come on. With, with, with this thing that we call God and this thing that we, we know as Jesus, this thing, this relationship that we have every day that we get up and say, if it had not been for him on my side, I wouldn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I would be doing. Uh, see, the thing about him, I can't say that. I can't say, well, I, I love him, but I'm not in love. I have to be in love with him to understand that it, whatever is going on around me going to make, make things better. 
because my relationship, uh, uh, he's going to see the best in me. Uh, like Mara Sapp said, he's, he, uh, he, it was him that seen it. It wasn't me. It wasn't uh, my neighbors. It wasn't my, my, my family, but he saw the best in me because he's seen the posture of my repentance. He knew that I had a, a, a repentant heart that I wasn't going to let my day go down without saying, God, forgive me for anything that I have done, said, or did unknowingly unto anyone. And so sometimes your relationship, my God, I feel this thing, prophet. I'm going to have to dock my yacht because I feel this thing a little early. My relationship gets me to that posture of understanding that this is a place that we have to be in. So I'm going to dock my yacht. Uh, and thank you for allowing me to speak uh, because there is a, a, a truly a place that we have to be in. And when we look at the biblical way and we talk about a scripture, we have to understand that he gives us a repentant heart at all times. And so we have to use it. Just exercise it. Just, just like you exercise every day and you go and work out. Work out your repentance with your and, and have your soul aligning up with what God has for you. I'm Dr. Trina Brown and I'm going to dock my yard. Dr. Trina, that was so good. That was so powerful. No, I have my share. I know when y'all start talking, I get to eating and I get to doing this happy dance that I do. Because Lord have mercy. <sighs> Ebony, I'm going to throw it over to you if you can, or Jada, Mama Lamb. And then we're going to get to final remarks. Because it's already 11 o'clock and y'all up here preaching and I'm up here eating. No, no, y'all good? Okay, well, fine then. Awesome, awesome. Well, it's been a good show. I ain't gonna show, I was gonna say this has been a good episode, but yeah, this has been a good show, good episode, whatever you call it. Like, this has been amazing. I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, y'all coming in here and pouring. I appreciate the value that y'all bring into this room. Shout out to my boy Will down there who's been kicking it with us all morning. Will said, we've been on point, we've been preaching. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Will hanging out with us, being down there, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate all the support, man. I appreciate everybody that came into the room. And I think it's time for us to go ahead and wrap it up because it's 11 o'clock and we ain't trying to go in the parking lot church. You know what I'm saying? Repentance isn't, isn't too much of a deep topic, but at the same time, it can be a deep topic when you really talk about what it really looks like or what it means to repent, whether you're repenting to yourself, repenting to God, or repenting to other people. I think it's something that we all should look at as something that we all should actually practice. Like, come on now, I ain't, even, I ain't trying to make you go out there and repent for nothing. But you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, because I ain't nobody's condemner. Let me put it like that. I ain't trying to make you go repent for them because I'm nobody's condemner. But I think we all can continue to work in ourselves. We can all continue to change our minds, change the way we're doing stuff, change the way we see stuff in order to see it better. With that being said, time for final remarks and questions of the day. Those are my final remarks. I want to appreciate everybody for coming in. I want to thank you guys so much for the support. Listen. Y'all can always subscribe to us by, um, well, I was going to say clicking the link above, but I ain't even pin the link. Okay, let me pin the link. But y'all can always connect by subscribing to the official podcast on Apple Heart, uh, Apple Radio, iHeart Music, Spotify, all that other good stuff. Um, stay connected that way. Or you can also follow us on Instagram, click the link in the bio, and you can get all the links that way. Um, put a refer to you guys our question of the day today. Oh, what's today? Because my book is messed up. It's the seven. Okay. Oh, this is an interesting question. 
this is a very, very interesting question. Question of the day. What is the last rumor that you heard about you? Like, what is the last thing that somebody ever said about you, like, that you had to get over? Um, it's kind of interesting. For me, it was that I was a witch. Yeah, I ain't even gonna cap. It was that I was a witch or a warlock. I ain't gonna count because people keep wondering how keep things keep happening in my life and how I just keep bouncing back and stuff like that. And I, I heard that I was a witch, so yeah, that was me. <laughs> Pull to refresh who you guys are on the stage, and we're gonna go in that order. So with my girl Jada J. Jada, it's on you. Looks like she's not available because her phone, oh, okay. she does not have her phone on. Okay. Well, Mama Lynn, I'm throwing it over to you. Do -do -do -do. Okay, Mama Lynn, I had to work. I need... Oh, there you go. We can't hear you, Mama Lynn. We can't hear you. Oh, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes, ma'am. You could just give final remarks. Okay. What was the question though? Oh, uh, question of the day what was the last what was the last rumor you heard about you? Like what was the last thing that you heard somebody say about you? Mm. You know what? I, I I really I would have to go back to you. Cause I don't I don't allow that in my space. Ain't got time. Facts. What you think is what you think. It to me. So, no. Other than that, y'all, I'm still basking and just remember me. And I'm going to leave it right there. Y'all have a blessing. Mom, man, that's going to be the word of the Lord all day. God just remember me. Right. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all I care about. <laughs> Love y'all. <laughs> Thank you, Mama Lynn. I appreciate that. We need to put that on the shirt. <laughs> Ebony, I'm throwing it over to you. Do -do -do -do. Oh, good one as always. Just uh, enjoyed the conversation, all the different perspectives. So, um, I actually just heard this uh, about a week ago. Um, and the person said it to me, they were laughing. Um, so this is why you need good friends and the people in your circle who can handle rumors and handle stuff for you and hear it, and they bring it to you later uh, after it's dead and gone. So, the rumor that I heard is that my husband and I were separated. Uh, because he cheated on me while I was pregnant. And how that came out was, um, so I was in the hospital for about three weeks before I had my son. Uh, I was in and out of the hospital. And so my husband had a lot of singing engagements. That was around like, right before like Easter season or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And I had my son, Holy Week. I had my son the day before the Friday. So that was a really busy season for my husband. We never publicly put out that I was in the hospital. And we didn't share that our son was born until Good Friday. So people not seeing me with my husband, not only do I sing with my husband, but I'm always with him. Um, and so the rumor was that uh, apparently we were separated. That's why I wasn't there because he cheated on me. Oh, people um, and then, of course, the rumor died when they saw, you know, the pictures and videos of me and my husband sitting there with our newborn son. Um, and I wonder how they feel now with all these pictures of, you know, my family being posted, posting all these family pictures. Uh, it's probably quiet now, but yeah, I, I was like, yeah, if they come back to you, just tell them, 
Uh, all is well in Jerusalem. We are enjoying our seven-week-old baby and our five-year-old daughter and our 11 years of marriage. Tell them all is well over here. So that's the last thing I, I heard. Um, and again, my friend handed it, so I could just laugh at it and um, smile and thank God that I had good people in my circle who protected me because Back. I didn't need to hear that at that particular time. I was already in the hospital, blood pressure through the roof, you know, get ready to deliver a baby 10 weeks early. I didn't need to hear that, that mess. So I'm glad that she was able to handle it and even you know with the baby coming home he's been home what two weeks now um you know i didn't need that mess so i'm glad she was able to handle it and let me focus on my family so that's good amy that's real good and i appreciate you and transparency with that as well because it's always interesting when you hear different things about you but you know you're able to defeat it because it's not true <laughs> but it's just interesting because people do have time and I'm one of those type of people, I always look at it as a way of not necessarily saying being aware, cause you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't want that type of energy in your space, but I'm one of those type of people that I'd be like Jesus when he said, hey, who do men say that I am? So every now and then I try to keep my ear to the ground or to the air or whatever people say. But then sometimes I'm like, uh-uh, let me just go ahead and, and shut this down because it's not really productive. But sometimes it is just funny because I'll be like, oh, okay, this is what people think. All right, well, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing great. <laughs> and that's why I put that PCR um, of my family. I just changed it like yesterday. But that's why I put the PCR up of, of my family. Because I'm like, y'all are weird. Y'all just want us to break up so bad. Baby, we've been together 15 years, married 11. We're not going nowhere. Okay? <laughs> Thanks. Listen, I'm going to challenge everybody. That's going to be the new challenge for the day. Post a picture and show, you, show all your haters and everybody else that you're happy. Show everybody that you're happy. Like, things is all in well over here. <laughs> That's the done I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Did it out? Listen, uh, listen, man. This has been a great uh, room. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share. Uh, let's see. The last rumor I heard about me um, is that... Me and my ex-wife got a divorce because she walked in on me sleeping with a man. So, yeah, that was the rumor um, that I, I honestly, in truth be told, believe she started it because I divorced her and she hates the fact that I'm with my new wife now. And so she is, she said he's been trying to kill my credibility. But that was the, and that was over three years ago. That was the last rumor I heard about me. Uh, number one, because I don't fool with nobody. I don't, I don't, I don't bother people. I don't fool with nobody. I don't, you know, if, if, if I don't know your heart, I don't fool with you. So, that's, that's. Uh, you know, I try to, I try to use my discernment and I, I, I try to trust my discernment that if I'm around you and my spidey sense get the tingling, <laughs> I got to, I got to be very cautious. So, so that was the last uh, rumor I heard about myself. Uh, the last, uh, my final words is this, and maybe, Maybe, Prophet, this will be uh, something you can do uh, for a room topic one day that I think will bless people um, to dig into this topic. And that's simply this. Uh, for those of us who uh, have a prayer life, we understand this concept uh, that not all warfare is demonic. Sometimes it's divine. Thank you for letting me share. God bless you. That's good. That was awesome. That's good. That's good. That is. That was awesome. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to write that down. Say that to me. Oh, warfare isn't demonic. Some of it is divine. Okay, I got you. I got you. I like that. <clears throat> and yeah, I've heard of actually 
<laughs> couples breaking up and actually starting rumors about each other for real to it went real bad down in court so yeah praise god that you moved on you transitioned well and you got a new wife in jesus name record what's, what's the word that we say in church uh recompense uh compensate in jesus name <laughs> i mean come on because he upgraded me do you hear me come on right <laughs> I tell people that all the time. That's the shout that we miss when we talk about the Cain and Abel story. People don't realize that afterwards, after uh, what's uh, after Eve had that loss, after that family had to go through that traumatic event of one son dying, guess what? God gave them recompense. God gave them Seth. So it was just a blessing. It's a blessing. But uh, I'm going to throw it over to Dr. Trina last but not least so we can go ahead and close on out. Oh wow! Thank Liz. Thank you. I like what uh. See, I don't I don't listen for it, so I, I'm like Mother Lynn. I, I I just try to stay from it, Apostle Darnell. I, but even though I know people try to do whatever they want to do and say whatever they want to say, but uh um I don't it don't come to my ear. And I if it, it did, I I don't I don't even know the last one. Uh, I, I I that's how it's been so long. But I I don't even. They know not to bring that mess to my door. Even family members, they don't even, you know, if they heard something, they ain't bringing it. They ain't, they ain't listening. Uh, they ain't coming to me with it because I, I don't know. Uh, so I don't have any last, you know, rumors. I had some people say that, you know, I, I you know, some things about me that was, you know, about me, but but it wasn't a rumor. It's just that they, he felt that I wasn't uh, at the place that I needed to be in, in in a relationship so i'm like whatever you know uh but uh, other than that i i had no rumors i had no rumors so uh because i i ain't that one uh so uh but so that that would be my thing i'm just gonna uh, keep repenting and keep moving on uh, and god gonna keep blocking whatever but i like what uh, apostle darnell said i like what apostle darnell said because some things are just divine and i i thank god for my divine stuff there because sometimes i'll be thinking the devil the devil did that and then i was mm -mm, it wasn't the devil i had to get you to a place and so i thank god for getting to that place that's because the relationship will let you know it ain't always the devil we blame so much on him and he ain't did nothing he ain't did nothing but we want to give him all the credit. I ain't giving Slewfoot no credit at all. Uh, but I'm I'm just grateful that that in my wisdom and my knowledge of knowing who I am, uh, that a, even if something was to come, I just block it. I'll block it. Uh, so thank you for allowing me to speak. I thank you for the room. And it, as always, it was a great topic, great things to talk about. And so I'm going to dock my yacht. Have a blessed and prosperous Wednesday to everyone. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Trina. Hey, Dr. Trina, tell you the last rumor that we heard about you. What's that? You know, you know, people like me, people like you, people like Prophet. He already said it earlier, but I'm going to remind you. You know, when we're on this app and we're preaching truth, all of a sudden, we are witches and warlocks who are money home. Facts, facts. <laughs> well, listen. Now keep in mind, we we don't we don't ever raise offerings when we go in people's room. Yet we money home. Facts. Make it make sense. Facts. <laughs> right, right. Well, I know I ain't the one because I'm always giving, so I ain't never. That's that's what I'm. Did you hear me? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, how I'm, how I'm money hungry, and I ain't never. I, I, I don't, don't even. Put I don't I don't even fool with enough of y'all for y'all to consider me to be money hungry. Right, <laughs> right. That part. That part. And, and you I'm ain't sorry, got enough money to for me to be hungry. 
You you can't listen. If I'm money hungry, it ain't it ain't gonna come from this app because there ain't enough people on here to give me my millions and and, Thank and they they Thank sell you, it anyhow. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-mm. Listen, so, if I'm money hungry, y'all bankrupt. You can't afford it. Right. Because <laughs> I'm pull, we're pulling from the same group of people. So because the same seem like the same ones coming in the room. It's just like at the church house. You got the same members, and you want a thousand dollars. If if they ain't hit the lottery or got some extra money, why are you pulling from the same people? No, nah, come on. I ain't nobody money. And, and they only prophesy to the people on the stage, which means they only prophesy to the VIP section. Come on. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for it. And I don't do that it's at all. The VIP section. <laughs> that's yeah, why I don't man. like prophecies. That's all they do. They prophesy to the one on the stage, and then you the one down in the bottom. You they need to be talking to. But I ain't got That's a different day. Different times, different. Listen, my thought is, if you didn't get it straight from don't bring it to my table. I know that's right. Yes, man. I know that's right. I completely agree. <laughs> well, listen, y'all. The time now is eleven fourteen. Time for us to go get on up out of here. Yeah, I got work to do. I got work to do. And I'm sure y'all probably hungry just as much as me. So let's go ahead and pray us on out of here. And then we're going to go ahead and continue with our day. Father, we thank you for this room. We thank you for this moment, God. We thank you for this session, God. We thank you for everything that was released. Father, we ask that you will let it penetrate our hearts and our minds and cause us to change in a positive and a productive way. God, continue to draw us to you and continue to make us whole. Father, bless us even as we depart from this room and continue to give us grace, mercy, and peace, oh God. God, allow our day to be peaceful, prosperous, and productive in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, oh God, that you allow us to be here again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. I love y'all, and I'm praying for y'all, and I'll see y'all again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Waking Up with the Prophet. This room is ending in three, two, one. Bye.